This show may contain naughty language and explicit content. You have been warned. Welcome to Facehammer, an Age of Sigmar podcast. Bringing you product reviews, news from the UK tournament scene, as well as some pro hobby tips. So stay tuned and get ready for some hammer to your face. Welcome to Facehammer, episode 49. It's me, Russ the Corpulent Mass Veal. And I'm joined by Byron, Fleshy Abundance Ord, Les, Rancid Visitation Martin, and Terry, Nauseous Revulsion Pike. No. And if you haven't guessed, it's the Nurgle Review. Yeah. So, Oh, uh, Nurgle thing come out, did it? <laughs> yeah, did you not notice? I, think I, I didn't see the uh, awesome Christmas Carol and all the other things that have been going the last few days. <laughs> Yeah, there's been quite a good lead up by the community team, so they've done a sterling job on the on the hype train for the uh, yeah Chaos Battle Tome Maggot King of Nurgle, which is what we're going to talk about today in this show. Um, it's been a while since we've done a Battle Tome review, like a proper one. So we thought, okay, we'd, uh... no, I thought we did a Cradron one, but I don't think we, we did. did Cradrons. No, I don't think yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. Yeah, all right, maybe. I think I was on it, or but that, yeah. that was a bit of a. a we, we talked about all the sky ports and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah I a, did look for just, it. I couldn't find it. It was just a bit shorter. Like mm. well, the book was shorter and probably felt less so because this one seems pretty stacked with pussy joy, pussy or abundance. Yeah, fleshy pussy abundance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna rock straight in um, and talk about the battle tome. Um, and just get through it, because there's a lot to talk about. It's very yeah. exciting. Um, Big book, isn't it? So. Yeah, it is, and it's really nice. Um, artwork's fantastic. Um, we'd loved um, Nurgle, anyway. And, uh, because the, they've, it, it looks a lot more sort of adult, doesn't it, with the new, with like that New Age of Sigma logo that they've got on the front. Yeah, I really like the new logo. It's like do you... burnished brass and dark. Yeah. And, yeah How cool. do you think this... How do you think this book is going to look on shelves to someone who doesn't know anything about Games Workshop and doesn't have a love for models with maggots on them? Um, I don't know, because I think it's cool. Oh, yeah, I think it's awesome. But I, I was just trying to put myself in the mindset of someone who doesn't already love painting pustules. Because whenever I talk to people about Nurgle, it's like, oh, is, that, is that a good thing? And I'm like, yeah. Um, and I think <laughs> it, it being a bit more of like a, an adult take on it and stuff as well. Obviously, there's still the humour. They're always going to be chubby and adorable in kind of a, a disgusting manner. But how do you think it looks first time walking through into a shop and seeing like Maggot King? I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> but I would say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I like, like it. Why well, would you know? We're hobbyists, so it's very hard to take our fanboy hats off, can we? So if you know, I mean, end of the day, it, there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there, even if you look at like stuff that's in film, you know, in it's there's a lot of stuff that looks dark yeah, and, and sinister and all the rest of it. So artwork in the front covers it they is it's starting to look more like a coffee table book. Like you get um sort of like with graphic novels and stuff that I've I've collected over the years. It's always nice when you've got like a really nice front cover and it's you know, um it's not like something that you would normally well i would normally have egg but it is like that more sort of like slick look to it just yeah, makes it's, 
it's a bit more like frameable and put on a wall even though obviously it's it's like it's a bit different with some of them depending what they've got on them but i i completely got what you mean i think for a while the perhaps the 40k army book covers were a bit ahead of the aos ones maybe because yeah. i think like i can remember seeing like the the, the chaos one which has got a blood letter on for um 40k and just think like my god that looks absolutely incredible and it definitely looks like things have kind of been stepped up or brought in parity or however yeah i think if you compare the cover of this one to the cover of say like the fire slayer or the stormcast books it obviously their order but this just has a darker look to it yeah i think the logo helps a lot yeah, the logo looks really good. It's it's not so Masters of the University, if that makes sense. It's more like, you know, just looks a bit more solid and, I don't know, strong. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, so the artwork and everything in the book's really nice, as you'd expect. Um, we won't talk too much about that bit because I'm the only one looking at it and it's not going to be much good content. Um <laughs> So the book arrived today from UPS Man, and we're recording this pre-release. Um, so, uh, you know, obviously we haven't played games. We may, me and Les are obviously part of the faithful, so we've played some playtest games, and yeah. we've seen the rules in draft state. So um, now the book is finally here. We're uh, we're going to go through it now and, and talk about it. So um, yeah, I mean it's all based on first impressions. So disclaimer in in like three months of playing out there in the wild if it's what we say in the show doesn't quite ring true you know or if we write that everyone's going to collect now then you know <laughs> check on the postcard like in an envelope to our old les martin face on yeah you could do that but face hammer's not <laughs> you can actually better cash it but yeah that's <laughs> fine so um cool so um let's talk straight away about the allegiance abilities so um people who've got blight war might know about the dial um allegiance ability that was in um in there so did you guys look at that at all? i have not seen it no really i've got good. the dial it sat there ready waiting <laughs> so it's literally in the little plastic bag it came in in blight war because like, i was like well i'm not going to use it until you know there's a full book coming or whatever so i'm gonna just sit on it <laughs> Hopefully you didn't sit on it. Actually, no. Um, so if you have Nurgle Allegiance, um, so that's they've basically used to have like Demons of Nurgle and Rockbringer, that's all in Nurgle now, um, as per the Blight War. Um, so basically you have the cycle of corruption. The way this works is you roll a dice, and then there's a seven-stage dial, um, and that is basically where the stage of corruption is at the beginning of the game, and it applies to all Nurgle armies. So that, that doesn't... If you're both playing Nurgle, you only roll once. Um, so basically, it's like you you share a dial, if that makes sense. Um, and it's not enemy units; it's Nurgle units. And so that's interesting that you share the dial. Yeah, because it's because because if that's I don't know that seems odd that you share an allegiance ability with your opponent. Well, it doesn't or... really. It's just that you. Um, there's kind of precedence with some of the death things, isn't there? Some mm. of those just affect all death units on the table, and I guess it fits in with that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So um, yeah. You, you've got this this dial, and there's seven stages. One of them is obviously you can't roll that because there's only six sides on a dice. But you have um, a natural vitality plus two to your move of Nurgle units, uh, fecund vigor, 
add one to wound rolls by Nurgle units. The burgeoning roll a dice for each unit within one of a terrain feature. On a roll of five or more, it takes one mortal wound, Nurgle units heal. Uh, Plague of Misery, reroll battle shock tests of one for enemy units, excluding Nurgle. Uh, Nauseous Revulsion, uh, reroll wound rolls of six or more for attacks made by enemy units, excluding Nurgle. You see, if you play a Nurgle, Nurgle is pretty much do much, not, not, not a lot, really. Rampant Disease, at the start of your hero phase, pick D3 enemy units, excluding Nurgle, so again, wouldn't do anything. Within 12 of each other, each unit takes D3 mortal wounds. And Regrowth, Nurgle units heal D3 wounds at the start of their hero phase. Some pretty tasty, um, pretty, pretty tasty uh, buffs in there. Yeah, the uh, Rampant Disease is really useful because it's just that pick three things, take D3 mortals. It's really nice um, to ping off wounds. There's no um, range on that either, is there? No, it's just as long as they're within 12 of each other, then that's yeah, fine. Well, that's usually going to be likely, isn't it? It's like three little heroes within 12 of each other, just, yeah, D3 each, thanks. Yeah, it's D3 units within 12 of each other. Power D3, D3 each, units, but, yeah. Yeah, still good. Still, yeah. yeah. Um, and some key words in there as well, about like the corrupted regrowth. It says, at the start of your hero phase. Yeah, so a lot of these are at the start of the hero phase. So um, some give you a buff throughout the turn, some only apply happen at the start. So that'll be important. We'll get onto that in a bit. Yeah. So the other uh, allegiance ability they get, which is new, which people won't know about, is the Garden of Nurgle. So uh, you get to deploy a feculent Nullmore, which is basically a tree that's all corrupted and stuff, um, on the battlefield. So you put this um, one inch away from any other train feature, um, at the start of the game before you set territory. So this goes down and it's it's kind of it gives you buffs and stuff like that, but we'll get into that in a minute. The next thing is it's probably quite a big change, is how summoning works. So in the current Age of Sigmar, all the demon scrolls have got a spell where you cast the spell and then you can set the model up. Um that's all gone. So all the war scrolls have lost that that rule. So that's no longer a thing. Um, so you can't summon plague bearers now, then. Correct. No. Nope. Uh, interesting. So Ooh. the way it or works, yeah. Or drones or anything or no, nerglings. Nothing. No. Not through spells. So the way it works now is if you've got a Nurgle allegiance, then you get something called contagion points. So. Um, Contagion points, you get free contagion points uh, at the start of your hero phase if there are friendly Nurgle models in your own territory, so it's pretty much a given. You get free additional if there are any friendly Nurgle units in your opponent's territory. If there are no models in the same, no enemy models in the territory as your models, you receive an extra point for that territory. Uh, you also get D3 contagion points for a Nalmor, which is the tree, with no enemy models within three of it. So you're kind of thinking you could get, if you've got models in their their territory, models in your territory, they're not in your territory, you could get like seven, and then if they've got a tree, probably D3. So between seven, sort of, sort of uh, eight and 11. Um, so if you have seven or more contagion points at the end of your movement phase, so bear in mind the timing of this, it's movement phase, end of the movement phase, you can summon one or more units um, from this list to the battlefield. So for seven points, you can get another tree. For 
another seven points you can get a Nurgling base. For um, seven points you get five plague bearers. For fourteen points you can get three Nurglings. For fourteen you get one beast. You get ten plague bearers. Uh, you can put a spoil pox scrivener or a sloppy bar piper or a pox bringer. They're all fourteen. Then it goes to twenty one. Uh, 20 Plague Bearers, 3 Plague Drones or Horticulus. And for 28, you can get a great and clean one. Right. So, quick question then. Yep. If if you can summon these mm-hmm. using this thing, mm-hmm. you, you don't pay for them? No, you do pay for them. Because that's a General's Handbook rule. So anything you bring on. Just like if you killed um, with, like, Nefratus Dagger and you got a Vampire Lord, you, it's not... Summoning. Oh, but you okay, still right. So you them. don't just okay. So you don't use the points instead of summoning. Then they you use them well to summon, the, the, but you still put them in the reinforcement pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they're just an additional right. resource, aren't they? That you've got yeah. to spend. Yeah, exactly. that's that's interesting then because it means like Zinch players can't summon like plague bearers now. Then correct. Yeah, and okay, they shouldn't really be allowed to yeah. because they're they're, they're conflicting completely gods. Completely opposite. Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, summon units have to be within 12 of a Nalmor or a friendly hero and 9 inches away from enemy models so um, if you have summoned a feculent Nalmor it must be set up more than 1 inches away from any terrain features so it's uh, yeah you basically use these points to summon models instead of casting spells so it's a slightly different mechanic but it's quite a big change well, yeah, see, seeing as you can't just go, I'll oh, just summon Plague Bearers on a 5 or a 6, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, okay, that's that's quite a big change, yeah. So, um, that's it for the Allegiance abilities. Should we talk about what the Narmal does before we go any further, just because it's, yeah. it's probably yeah. important to understand, isn't it? So, if I can find the wall scroll. So, the Narmal is obviously scenery, um, and it has one scenery model, the scroll, so it's not like Wildwoods where you get three of them. Um, all these rules affect the terrain feature. Um, you don't roll on the scenery table. So it's got entropic chimes. So in the charge phase, Nurgle units within seven of any um, feculent Narmor can attempt to charge even if they have run in that turn. Ooh. So you get run and charge on Nurgle, which is really, really good because it gives you some speed. Yeah. And there was that's, plus there was plus two to movement somewhere as well. Yeah, somewhere else as well, dial. wasn't there? Ooh. Yeah. Um, mm. You also get the sickness blossoms rule. So at the start of your hero phase, roll a dice for each unit within three of a normal. On a four plus, it takes a mortal wound. Nurgle units are unaffected. So that means that if an enemy wants to stand next to the normal to stop it, giving you contagion points, then on a four plus, they'll take a mortal wound. So it's just like a little little kind of bit of contagion doing its work as you stand next to it. Yeah, it means they can't just put that little couple of wound hero left to block you because they could die. <laughs> well, yeah, which just chips away, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, I like yeah. that. So I think it's pretty cool. Model is fantastic. It looks yeah, really disgusting. Amazing. Reminds me of like the Pan's Labyrinth tree yeah. stuff. Really good. I yeah. think I've only seen the little teaser thing of that. They haven't released that yet on the pictures on the community site, have they? No, I don't think they... so. So no, it's, uh... it's the little video that they've done so far. I yeah. think it's in the it's in the community video, but yeah. it, it is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Very fucking cool. So um, that's a thumbs up from us. 
I think it's cool. Yeah, for sure. Legion's ability, I think they sound pretty interesting. Um, I think it sounds really themed. It like, is. It's this yeah. book's fantastic for that. Jervis has outdone himself. Nothing um, sounds. Nothing sounds too mental either. Like movement is obviously great, and that's that's probably going to be one of the stronger things. But nothing's like groundbreakingly mental. It's more movement shit, Byron as well. Okay. What's good about there's, the army though? There's no sky fire yet. The army is very slow, so having ways to move them quickly, based around buffs and terrain, kind of by like destruction, films a little bit thematic because you can kind of like, it's almost like that that sort of jaunty surge of disease that just comes out of the blue. You know, you're not. You're quite, it's quite cool. I think it's cool. Yeah. So command traits. Um, so. The first three are basically the same for Rotbringer, Nurgle Demon, or Nurgle Mortal. So Similar with, um, sorry, how they did the Zinch and the Corn ones as well. Yeah. So yeah. the first three are the same, and the back end three change depending on what allegiance you are, you, also what keywords you have and where you pick from. So yeah. um, you have Grandfather's Blessing. So once per battle, you start your hero phase, you can move the cycle of corruption one stage forward or backward if your general is not slain. So the important thing about this is at the start of the hero phase. Yeah. So the dial would can, you can make the dial do its effect. Say the effect is like you to do the D three mortal wounds, then you could use the command ability to tick it forward, and it's still the start of the hero phase. So yeah. then you could do the other effect because it's all at the start of the hero phase. Or if you're on the heal ability and you re- you know you you just you've got the double turn or you've your opponents just attacked you you go you can heal yourself and then go right i'm going to now press the ability move it forward so you get the extra movement it's really i think it's just really cool you well, play around even better than that you tick it backwards to do the damage again and then yeah. there's you could then cast the spell which we'll get onto which allows you to move the dial to any space you want yeah so you tick it backwards do the d- yeah that's yeah so that you get then, a tri- you get a triple triple benefit on that turn wow Really good. So, it's a fantastic trait. Like you said, Jervis has done an amazing job with the synergies with it so far. And then, um, Living Plague. Uh, start of your hero phase, roll a dice for each enemy unit in one of your general. On a four plus, they take a mortal wound and you get a contagion point. So you can tick your contagion points. Um, a hulking physique, add one to wound rolls for your general in the combat phase. Mm, that's nice. Um then you have on the tail end, if you're Rotbringer, uh, bloated with corruption, roll a dice each time you allocate a wound to your general. And on the combat phase, it's not negated. On a 4 plus, the attacking unit takes one mortal wound. Then Avalanche of Rotten Flesh, add two to run and charge rolls for your general, which is very good. Yeah. You won't fail a That's... charge with that. Yeah. And then Resilient, roll a dice each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound to your general. On a 6 up, the wound is ignored. So cool. that's for Rockbringers. Um, we'll go Demons next. So Tainted Corruptor. Start of your hero phase, you can pick one terrain feature within three of your general. For the rest of the battle, that terrain feature has the Sickness Blossom Scenery rule from the Feculent Narmor War Scroll. So that basically mm. does the damage. That's cool. And that's then, every phase, so that's quite quite moving around the board. That's a lot, oh, yeah, of, board, so you, lot of board control. And, yeah. like, Each spatial turn you could corrupt play. something. Hmm. I don't think it does an awful lot, but it's quite cool. It's, it's still an effort. So if they got trees down and you're close to it, because you know those three woods make up one whole unit, right? So yeah, 
Yes, quite handy. I mean, you're rolling on the four episodes 50-50, but I think it's quite... give you something to think about. Yeah, definitely. Then you've got Nurgling Infestation. Once per battle, the start of the combat phase, you may take inflict D3 mortal wounds on an enemy unit within three of your general. So that's quite nice. Little, little well, that's poke. quite tasty as well. Um, Pestilent Breath. At the start of your shooting phase, pick an enemy unit within six of your general. Roll a dice for every model in the unit within six of your general. On a five up, they take a mortal wound. Oh, that's juicy. So that's really good if you're surrounded by a big horde and you can just then go, right, I'll use the breath and yeah. get yeah. off. <laughs> Do quite a bit of damage. Yeah, yeah I like that. Um, you could also catch people out with a long kind of run on the great and clean one to get him quite close, like within three. I mean, that's still like six inches, means you're still going to clip a significant part of that unit. Yeah, because you can run and shoot that, can't you? Because it's not. Yeah, oh, it's not yeah. a shoot attack, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Nurgle Mortals get Hulking Physique, which we've always talked about. I don't know why I'm saying that. Um, his is Visage, so subtract two from bravery of enemy units when they are within three of your general. So, Ooh, that's quite, nice. Quite nice. A little bravery, bravery reduction. Overpowering stench, roll hit rolls of six plus, uh, re roll hit rolls of six plus to attack your general in the combat phase. So, that means in combat it's harder to hurt him, which is good. Well, and. And the 6 plus thing is usually where specials are triggered as well, so you less triggered abilities. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. good. It's good against like, still like retributors and things like that. Yeah. Uh, virulent Contagion, improve the rend uh, by one for the attacks made by your general. So there's your command traits. Now, I think there's quite a lot of good ones in there, so it's quite hard, I think it's going to be quite hard to pick one. Yeah, it's not like there's a staunch defender right there. <laughs> yeah. I think the grandfather's blessing will see a lot of play, which is the dial manipulation. Yeah, uh, just because I think it's always going to be useful, regardless. And it's, so. yeah. and it's cool, like yeah, it's just fun, isn't it? So yeah, I, I think there's a lot of stuff like the Hulking physique as well. Um, you know, if you take in a fighty, great and clean one, you know, making it easier to wound is really good. Um, I think pestilence breaths you're going to see a lot of play as well. To be honest, yeah, if there's a lot of hordes around, I think that'll be quite a, quite a little juicy one. I like Nurgle Infestation as well for that D3 Mortal Wound poke. Yeah. Um, and again, it's the start of the combat phase, so um, it can be quite useful because actually, say, for example, they charge you um, yeah, yeah. with something with, not, with only like two wounds left, you could then poke them before they get to fight you. Well, yeah. it's not even that. It's, if it's like a 10-wound monster, if you do that three wounds, you could knock its profile down before it even gets to attack you as well. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's still... Wording's really good, like you said. It's the start of a combat phase, isn't it? So you know you can just, like I said, just chip that wound, like knock down, like Terry said, the, the monster, and make it a little bit yeah. harder for it to hurt you. I know Byron would be not happy if he dropped his d6 damage on his dragon. Yeah, uh, my guys don't take damage. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to with this book. <laughs> yeah, I think they certainly are. That dragon, uh, that dragon's going to struggle in these situations. I think. There's been a lot of mortal wound talk so far, and we've not even got very far into it. Maybe I'm just going to have to trip, trip bird it in the near future. <laughs> I've, I've got five, so... <laughs> right. Uh, so that's the allegiance abilities. Um, we'll go into the artifacts of Contagion. So these are Rotbringer heroes. Um, there's the Splithorn Helm, which is roll of dice each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound or a six-up, it's negated, so it's another ignore save. Um, so you can double bubble that with the resilience um, command yeah. traits. You get two six-up saves. 
if I'm well, assuming if you take that guy who gives you the five up bubble as well, yeah, yeah, so you could have, have a five, five up, up, six, six up, six up, six up. up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts on six ups? Because I used to think they were better than I do now, significantly, and now I I just ignore them. Um, I know mathematically it's a one in six chance, but um, it feels so different from a five up that I tend to just like sometimes I just choose to take more wounds if that was an option or something like that. Do you guys like them or? Yeah, I I like them. I don't think I'd waste an artifact on it. No, they're a bit. They're also very vanilla, aren't they? It's it's not exactly exciting. It's not like doing more damage or anything. It's very Nurgle, though, isn't it? It is. It is so, completely. I think um, one of your probably won't see it. I think it's. You know, I mean, if you can stack it like what you guys were saying, you know, he's got his armor saved, then a five up, then a six up, then a six up. I think then it becomes like you know statistically, it just makes it so much better. But I think just like a one off thing, you probably wouldn't bother, would you? Yeah, well, coming from someone who like my uh, my finals list was based around the idea of this, and I was graphically disappointed. Um, yeah. Obviously, I did all right at the finals, but it was not because of of that. Like I had everything within a thirty six inch bubble. Um, have like so my my frost arts from like a two up um armor save then four up mortal then six up because of life spell then six up because of high elf spell and i was i was drastically disappointed by the six up bits of that so um i tried and like i tried really really hard and i didn't think it was particularly crazy not on hordes or anything either it just doesn't seem to come up as as much as you'd like i think you'll there'll be times when it will say it will save you or win you the game like where you'll remember it but you know the odd wound here and there are easily forgotten saved by that ability um yeah. I, I don't know i think it does obviously come up it's you can't rely on it it's not like super reliable no. but it is a chance so it's like you know a 16 percent chance or whatever it is it's like it's still a chance you know also you. it it's way better on something that's got more wounds right yeah because yeah because you roll more dice so yeah it's gonna give more benefit the longer you roll it or things that can heal, as we'll talk about in a bit. I was going to say, next time. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, uh, if you could take a heal over that, I'd be taking it every time. Um, the Mutter Grub. I really like the imagery of this. It's basically a um, like a maggot in your, in your ear, um, which is I think is awesome. Um, the bear is a, if the bear is a wizard, they can cast one additional spell. If the bear is not a wizard, they can attempt to cast Foul Regenesis, which is the spell which allows you to move the dial. Uh, in each hero phase, this doesn't give them the ability to unbind. So it's like an extra spell for a wizard, or it's a it's a spell for someone who isn't a wizard. And as we will get onto the spells, I think is where the power in the book lies. So I think it's very good. Um, this is probably one of my favourite weapons um, that you can take, and that's the Rust Fang. So at the start of your combat phase, pick one enemy unit within three inches of the bearer. Subtract one from its save rolls for the rest of the battle. That's what? Really cool. <laughs> oh, you what? How? What's the range on that? Three inches of the bear. Okay, so but if you you can't if use your ability more than once on the same unit. That's still boring. Oh, okay. like, persist, persistent effects throughout the game are just mega. Um, is um does um still does his spell? Yeah, Festus. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Okay. Sexy combo. And does that say that you can't? Do that one more than once. No, you first just... you can stack, can't you? Okay, um, that's we'll amazing. That. I think you can stack it, yeah. Whoop whoop! Check yeah. it, boys. But the Rust Fang start the combat phase as well. Um, so even if your guy with it 
gets charged and killed, he can still use it. Um, yeah, I like that. So it, what I like about it is the combination with Blight Kings, who don't have Rend. So having a way to remove <laughs> their armor save yeah. is really, really strong. Um, and there's a character I think that's particularly good on, which we'll talk about later. Um, the Flesh Peeler, which it is a rock bringer, don't forget. So in your hero phase, roll a dice for each enemy unit that's within six. On a five plus, the unit takes D3 mortal wounds. So it's pretty good if you're survivable and you're going to be in the thick of it. Um, because basically you're just, you're just, it's, it works every time in your hero phase. So, you know, doing those on a five plus to do D3 mortals for every unit within six of him, that's quite a big area. Particularly if you've got a guy on a, on a sort of monstrous mount. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty good. It's not amazing. Yeah, I like but, that. Uh, again, it's more mortal wound output. Um, the Bower Heart. Uh, roll of the ice each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound to the bearer in the combat phase, and it's not negated on a 4 plus. The attacking unit suffers one mortal wound. So it's the same as the uh, bloated with corruption rule. So you can double stack those as well. So every time you took a wound that's not negated, roll two dice, two fours, that's two mortal wounds back. Um, obviously. Yeah, that's quite nice. It's, it's okay. It's, you know, it's, it's okay. Uh, the fecund flask. Um, so you can use the fecund flask once per battle. Uh, on a two plus, uh, you heal all the wounds you've suffered. On a one, you're dead. Um, if you die. Whoa. <laughs> if you die, you can put a beast of Nurgle. Um, in your army, so you get a little jaunty To be fair, beast. if you've got a wound left, that's like a kind of. Do you know what? If this works, amazing. If it doesn't, yeah, never mind. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like a negative effect, but at the same time, it's not. So it's it's cool. Yeah, I like it. So the Rockbringer ones. Uh, I think the Rust Fang's my favourite out of that lot. Um, yeah, that's. I think that'll see a lot of play. I like uh, Rockbringers. I think Metagrub's pretty cool. Um, as well, but again, like I think that what I really like about it is that there is like in this book there seems to be like a lot of options again, yeah. I think and that's a, a I haven't seen the books, so I don't know, but I think a lot of those sound like they lean towards you wanting to put them on bigger dudes, um, like like the majority of those sound like you want it on someone who is resilient and has a few wounds for for various reasons. Yeah. Um. So, Demonic Boons. Let's get into these. So see a lot of play, I imagine, because they're going to take the Grand King as their general, right? Well, after seeing the model, you're definitely going to take them, right? <laughs> so. Um, so, the Noxious Nexus is the first one. So, yeah. start your hero phase. Roll a dice for each enemy within seven of the bearer. If the roll is equal to or less than the number of the current battle round, the unit being rolled for takes one mortal wound. For example, in the second battle round, enemy units would suffer a mortal wound on a one or a two. So, obviously, it's okay. Um, but it's at the start of your hero phase, everything within seven. So, as the game gets on, that'll start doing it on a, you know, five or less, basically, for for in battle round five. And if you're still alive and it's everything within seven, that could be quite, quite good. Yeah. yeah. This book's, like, super... It feels like... Um like online game inspired like there's a lot of you could imagine a lot of these being like visually looking like graphics on a computer game or being like something that happened in a strategy game or something like that can't you yeah i think they're really um 
thematic, definitely. Um, awesome. I think the when we first saw the list of the artifacts, they were just so characterful. They were really cool. They, I mean, just we had to do quite a lot of um, changes on the artifacts. Some were like particularly really good some of them and we had to change some of them a bit but um yeah i think they've still captured the essence of what they are um as well it's not like mentioning it's just they they they're just they feel right now almost yeah I, i'm i'm dead excited about them i just it's a shame you can only take one <laughs> that's such a thing it's like unless you've got a formation um but yeah it's just a yeah. bit of a shame um nurgle's nail um so pick one of the bird melee weapons to be the Nurgle's Nail. At the end of a combat phase, roll 2d6 for each enemy model that's had any wounds caused by the Nurgle's Nail in that phase and was not slain. If you roll exactly 7, the model being rolled for is slain. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Can you... you get Kairos in this list? No. Nope. Ah. Uh... Hang on. You won't no, oh, that's a shame because you could just go blam. I've rolled a seven. You're dead. It is the most common result on two dice. Yeah. Like, what, what is the chance? It's not bad. It's uh, to be fair, it's pretty good. The chance. I think that's, um, that's pretty cool. I think it's just the threat of it. Like sometimes you just say, yeah, if if I do wound you and I roll a seven, you are gone. Like get rid of Star Trek. Yeah, you know, or even like Alario or, or Archeon, even if you get that jammy, you know, I mean, you could put that on a great and clean one sword and that, that's pretty choppy, do you know? So yeah, it's, seven, like, it's, a seven like in, it's a seven in 36 chance, so it's pretty much one in six. And you could, you could go, seven! <laughs> <And you're laughs> <jolly> <laughs> um, that rule's actually gone now, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? Using the old grand clean one... I rarely ever remember rolling that seven on the charge to get plus one attack on the weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Seven's not that common. <laughs> you just forget, right? Yeah, you just forget. No, okay. that's cool. I like that. Battleful Swarm. Start your hero phase, pick an enemy model within three of the bearer and roll a dice. If the roll is greater than that model's wound characteristic, it is slain. If the wound if the model has wounds characteristic of four or more and is slain by the Battleful Swarm, you may add a beast of Nurgle to your army and set up within one of the enemy model. Wait, is this once per battle? Nope. Start your hero phase. Right. Can you say that again? So, so you, you pick roll... an enemy model within three. Yeah. Roll a dice. If you yeah. roll more than its wounds, it's dead. Wow. If it had four if it had four or more wounds and you killed it with that roll, you get a beast of Nurgle. Yeah. Wow. I like that. That's cool, isn't it? That's cool. I like that because again, that's quite threatening. So, how many how many wounds has Fulminator got? Five. Yeah, you, you know? need to roll a six. I know you'd need to roll a six, but just straight up, I've just killed one. That's it's good that's for strong. like retributors. I'll pick that Star Soul Mace. Yeah, on a four plus, it's dead. Or other units that have banner rules like plague bearers and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's the that's the banner that makes you come back. That's dead on a two plus. Yep. It's yeah. like the Star Drake bike. It's that's so useful. I like. I really like that. Yeah, what are the cool. restrictions for placing the Beast of Nurgle? Uh, it just says uh, add a Beast of Nurgle to your army setup within one inch of the enemy model. Oh wow, that's like that's pretty useful as well. 
yeah, yeah you can tag that into combat. Have to pay reinforcement yeah. points for it. So. Yeah, but still, that's that's a pretty flexible. I think people will underestimate just how useful that part of it will be. Like, you could kill a one wound dude because it's a good chance, and then be like, "Well, this guy's in the way now, and it's useful for me." Uh, it has to be a four or more wounds on the model to get the. Ah, uh, okay. So. Yeah, if it was anything, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, I still like it, just like you said, though. Like, a Retributor, Star Soul Mouse, dead on a 4+. plus. I like that. So I, you know, I, I love all of the, the demon the demon sort of um, artifacts. It's just a shame that we're only going to see one. Speaking of which, <laughs> the, the Wither Stave, okay? Yeah, really So, reroll hit rolls of 6 for enemy units while they're within 12 of the bearer. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that pisses all over <laughs> bloodletter bombs. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> Can't get there. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really, 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 really solid. I love the IP of the Weir Estate as well. Like this, the little, it's really cool. carved from the heartwood of a tormented tree lord. The Weir Estate thrums with a sound mockery of the Sylvaneff spirit song. Those struck with it feel a terrible weakness shiver their limbs as a jarring dirge of despair clouds their mind. Right, so it's enemy units within 12. 12. Reroll sixes to hit in combat. Both. Or sixes. And shooting. Yeah. Oh, that's that's tasty. That's good. Enough. That's, that's yeah. pretty... I, I think that's going to be a pretty solid pick on a great and clean one. It's good enough. Yeah. Is there a way to debuff people's hits in other ways? Uh, well, you're Nurgle, so you're minuses anyway. Cause, oh, like, God, yeah, that's... Plague, Plague Bearers are already minus two in a big unit. That's, that's so, that makes that so much better, because if someone would be doing something on a five, you can minus one to hit and re- re-roll the sixes, and it's, it's but only going to be... at the same time, it's, uh, it's re-rolls before modifiers, isn't it? So. Uh... Yeah, it all comes into fun play times that doesn't it? No, oh, I can't. Still can't write that. Yeah. I'll just believe whatever you guys tell me about. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um, then we have the tome of a thousand poxes. If the bearer is a wizard, add one to casting rolls for any spells from the Lord Nurgle. If Ooh. the bearer is not a wizard, they can attempt to cast sumptuous pestilence spell in each of your hero phases. They cannot unbind. And we'll get on to sumptuous pest- pestilence. Um, but I would just give you an idea of what that does. Um, so it's casting value of six. If you cast successfully, each enemy unit within seven of the caster takes a mortal wound. Uh, units with more than five models take D3 mortal wounds. So it's quite nice. It's a guy, quite a good spell. The plus one to cast is really good too. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like you can't, you can't really look past that. I mean, um, obviously this is a demon artifact, so. The only demons that aren't characters that are not wizards are the heralds. Um, apart from the normal herald, because he's uh, the pox bringer, is actually a wizard now. Um, we'll get onto that. Yeah, but still, on a great and clean one, an extra plus one on the cast is really good. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, then you've got the endless gift, which I think would be quite popular. Les's favorite. Yeah. Wayne hate raged when I told. To, to be fair, it was better. We <laughs> made it worse. Um, <laughs> So, at the start of the battle shock phase, roll a dice for each wound that has been allocated to this model during that turn. On a four plus, the the wound is healed. Wow! So God, you, that beats the six up. So if you what? take a great and clean one and you take ten wounds off of it in that turn, that's after all his saves and everything and all the 
two horrible saves. In the Battleshock phase, you roll 10 dice every four plus, you put a wound back on. Can anyone say Stonehorn? <laughs> that's pretty... Yeah, I think... What's that? Is that an artifact? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that that's going to see a lot of play. Yeah, I think it will. But I think the yeah. problem is, the difficulty is the choice, because so many of the artifacts in this book are good. You'll just yeah. be like going, well, I don't know, do I want the Wither Stave? Or do I just want the Endless Gift? That, that nail or that just straight nail, kills stuff. Yeah. Or do I want... Or get onto it a minute. Um, the Eye of Nurgle. Do you want like the resilience, or do you want the the attacky great and clean one? Double great and clean one might be a thing. You never know. Yeah, in yeah. a formation, get two artifacts, get with a stave <laughs> and the endless gift. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's giving your opponent a horrible decision as well because let's say they've got the capability to take down that model. If they don't have it in a way where it's easy to split attacks and try with this unit, then this unit, then this unit, then this unit, they could do that horrible thing where they over or under allocate and normally under allocate and leave it or leave it like it's taken. I'm not sure how many wounds they have, but it could have taken like 12 or whatever. Um, and that's just an awful position to be in as an opponent because if you under allocate, you could get savagely punished. <laughs> they Bear could in... get six or seven wounds back. <laughs> Bear in yeah. mind, the Great right. Cream one heals as well. And yeah, it's so got you, 16 yeah. wounds. Well, double turn. You basically they try and kill it. You don't kill it. You get the double turn. You heal half of the wounds back with the endless gift. You then heal D3 wounds back because you've changed the dial because everything on number seven heals every Nurgle heals D3 wounds, and then the Great Cleaver heals D3 wounds himself. Yeah, and it's pretty full strength. Yeah, and if you've got two Great and Clean ones, you can start casting the spell into the other one to heal it. Yeah. yeah. So, Endless Gift's pretty cool. I like it. Bear in mind that this is the wounds you took in that turn, so it's not like you get to roll that dice again on wounds you took previously. Yeah. So, so. I'm sure that'll get played wrong by some people. Yeah. Um, the Virulent Blade. This is the Mortal Artifacts. Bear in mind that Rockbringer heroes have both the Mortal and Rockbringer keywords, so they can have these as well. Um cool. Pick one of the bearer's many weapons to be the virulent blade. Add one to the damage characteristic for attacks if the wound roll is five or more. That's cool. That's okay. Uh, Feated Shroud. Uh, Reroll hit rolls of six or more for attacks that target the bearer in the combat phase. Again, that's quite nice. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, Sublicus Stench Plate. Uh, enemy units have been free of the bearer at the end of their movement phase suffer D3 mortal wounds. Ooh. So if they don't run away from you, they start taking yeah. damage. That's quite nice. Iron This one was one that we we had a lot of talk and chitter about on the playtest. Once per battle, at the start of your hero phase, you can roll two d six. If there are any enemy models within twelve of the bearer, if the result is exactly seven, the closest enemy model is slain. Oh, who who carries this? It's a mortal hero. Oh, so do you, know what, do you know what you could do with this? Go on. You could ally in Sile and then fly the mortal hero because it probably will have slaves to darkness keyword. Uh, so you teleport him with Sile to cross the board to potentially go and one shot a hero with this. Yeah, but it's at the start of the hero phase. Oh, uh, so yeah, yeah. I suppose you could do it the following turn, but yeah. So it, this is why it's powerful, but it's also quite hard to get off. Yeah, um, and you definitely can't get Kairos in here. 
Definitely can't get Claros. <laughs> I've rolled a seven. This is the curse of playtesting when everything, every rule that happens on a dice roll of something, everyone goes, but what if Kairos? And you're like, you can't be everywhere. <laughs> like, Can. It's he once per battle as well, so it's like... Yeah, it's not... I still like that because you could sit on that, they could have Archeon or something, you go, if you come near me, I could roll that seven. <laughs> well, that, that's the great thing about it, it's just that mind, you know, because Skaven have something like that as well now, don't they? With the brass orb again, where you can lob it once a game and yeah, it just and does a one shot someone of double mortal wounds. Though it's not. A, oh, is it not just a one shot an kill? No. Oh. Uh, um, I still like that though. That's uh, yeah, it's good. Oh, I quite yeah. like the next one, the Carrion Dirge. Subtract two from the bravery of enemy units while they're within twelve of the bearer. Straight up solid. That's yeah, just 12's a, super that's useful. a big range. Well, particularly if you've got a um like what what size basis are these dudes on? It's not I know it's not huge, but it's not depends. I mean this is a mortal guy, so you could have a Chaos Lord on Manticore, I think is probably the biggest base you could Yeah. Um It's a twenty four inch bubble as well, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. And don't oh, forget oh, you've like got um the command trait minus two from bravery if they're within three. So with the double, you could be minus four bravery. Tasty. Pretty good. Yeah. <coughs> you could make quite a choppy chaos like lord as well. Yeah. But yeah, I like that. And the Shield of Groves, um, which is re-roll failed save rolls for the bearer if the roll is equal to or less than the number of wounds currently allocated to the bearer. Which is a little bit, sounds very confusing. Um, so you can re-roll failed save rolls for the bearer if the roll is equal to or less than the number of wounds allocated. So if you've taken two wounds and you roll a two on your armor save, you can re-roll it. If you rolled a three, you couldn't. Okay. Does that make sense? Is it, yeah. equal, is it say equal to or less? Equal to or less, yeah. So if you roll a two or a one? Yeah. Yeah, got you. So basically it's like if you've taken one wound, you could only re-roll ones. If you've taken three wounds, you could re-roll one, two, threes. Okay, yeah. So that's it for the artifacts. Some cool stuff in there, I think you'll find. Yeah, just a bit. There's some sweet demon ones in there, that's for sure. Yeah, I, th- I think like they're all they're all good ones in each section, which is nice. Yeah, um, which is what I and like we initially talked about was just like how and like there's no sort of like i mean there's a couple of really standout choices but i think you can build a list around any of them you know particularly um some of the sort of like the debuffs that you've got there i think more more importantly than they're not well as importantly as they're not being standout ones there's a lot of ones that are tempting so it's not like oh there's these three or or like there's these three all right ones and these these three that i'm never going to consider like out of those lists i think there was maximum one or two in each that i was like well i don't think i'd take that so that gives you like four or five options of things that are quite cool which is just that's what you want for list building and and variety and stuff i'm sure there will be some standout choices once people have figured out what combos with what and like that that bravery one sounds like it could be quite tasty if you if you get like a nice bomb, I think you will see a lot of repetition. But I think that's more down to the people being a little less um, original Creative. than uh, 
than actual the the strength of the artifact. I think yeah, it becomes a lot of people go, what did so and what do people take? I'll take that, and, and less kind of oh, actually, I'll try this out. I'll try that out. I'll try this out. Um, hopefully, I'm wrong, but I'm sure some that seem apparently obviously powerful to us now might there might be others which rise to the fore. Um, you know, yeah. through experimentation, we just don't know. I think because the army is going to be so incredible, like we know it now, this army is going to be everywhere. Those models are incredible. There's a lot of love for Nurgle. It looks like it's been given a, a big amount of TLC and and care and he attention. Too, it's just going to be pure Nurgle. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty crazy. So I think you'll get that thing you do with any popular army. Um, you could say this with Zinch. Um, where probably like two or three lists will be at the top, but also it sounds like there's all around so far there's a lot of stuff so there's probably like i'd imagine 70 percent of the field will be variations on the same three lists and then the other 30 percent there'll be some really funky stuff that's still very good i think the the zinch book i think in that list there's a lot of disparity between the good and the bad i think some stuff's really bad some stuff's really good um screamers and i think you see the same things over and over more because the book's not well-rounded whereas yeah um from the play tested on this book we had basically two two turns round of feedback um modification comeback play test feedback modification and then there was more modification so it's had a very a more kind of robust play test yeah. cycle uh and i think it's the finished product is is really really good awesome. um so it's i guess i think it's going to be really fun to play. i don't think it's going to be a cinch book in terms of power, but that's a good thing, I think, for the scene. But we'll get on yeah. to that later, I think. Um, Plus so, nurgling. Yeah, a jauntiness. Um, so the spells. Um, these are these are probably where I think the power of the book lies a little bit. I think these are really important to get casters into your army. That um, plus one the casters looking juicy, then. Yeah, it is, yeah. So Foul Regenesis is the... Every wizard knows this. Um... And it is a um, cast on a seven. If you successfully cast it, pick a result on the corruption table and the corruption immediately resets to that stage. Yeah. So this allows your dial manipulation. So obviously things that take effect at the beginning of a phase, you won't get that effect because it's not the beginning of the hero phase. But what it does allow you to do is get the benefit of something from the beginning of the hero phase, cast the spell to move it to a buff that you get throughout the the, the phase throughout the turn so you're you're almost getting that ticking okay i've done the mortal wounds i've used my command trait i've healed everything now i'm going to cast the spell and i'm going to give myself the movement buff you know it gives yeah. you that that screamed out to me straight away is that you um you reset the dial um to number one on a turn that you're gonna essentially you're gonna attack somebody you know you, you've you've moved you you're in position you're ready to charge you reset the dial with grandfather's blessing uh, you reset the dial with the spell to number one which is add two to movement you use grandfather's blessing then to move take it forward one so that everything in the in the army adds plus one to their wound rolls so then that turn that you go into fight you're fast and you add plus one to the wound rolls it wouldn't it wouldn't work because you're you're the grandfather's blessing at the beginning of the hero phase so you tick it oh it's the beginning of the hero phase. Oh, yeah okay. so Don't. so once you tick the dial off of one you wouldn't get the buff oh so yeah because it's, it's not like oh you get that for the turn then you get the next buff for the turn it's when the dial is on that result you get that effect when you go to move yeah 
if that makes sense. So yeah, that's cool. So ignore everything I've just said. <laughs> no, but it's still good. I mean, like you you get nauseous revulsions, which is the five result, which is yeah. reroll wound rolls of a six uh, for enemy units that target you in the combat phase. So that's the resilience. So you could basically go right. I'll put it to that because they're going to charge me. Take take the charge. Duh, 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 my go. Rampant disease ticks forward. Bam! At the start of your hero phase, pick D three units. They take more wounds. Then use my my trait. Tick it forward again. Bang! Heal D three moves wounds. Then cast a spell. Reset it back to nauseous revulsions. In my next hero phase, it's going to tick forward back into disease and do the damage again. So you can do that dial manipulation with the spell to be quite defensive, but at the same time chipping away mortal wounds. So there's some great potential with that. It's it's just a really. I, important I think spell. the dial manipulation thing is going to separate like the really good Nurgle players. I think that's going to. There's some how, that how you sec- use that dial is going to be quite important. And it's there's on a some... seven, so it's not that reliable. But if you've got plus the plus one cast, cast bit, bit of terrain, bit better. And also, there is a when we get onto the great and clean ones, there is an item you can give them that gives them another plus one to cast. So, you can... so chill out next to a bit of arcane plus three to cast. Love it. Yeah. Then you roll a double one. You're like, oh, <laughs> in there. Oh. oh. I think there's some, there's definitely going to be some things where people go for a, a big sexier sounding result, which actually is far has far less of a profound effect on the game than like something a bit more subtle as well. So mm. you're right, Terry. I reckon people are gonna not cock up there but people making the right decisions it'll it'll show in a very telling way i reckon there'll be some great stories where people are like oh i was going to win the game but i completely ballsed at the dial and i got the wrong result because i didn't do it right or something it'd be like oh if i'd have just said it to that one instead i'd have won the game that's that's going to be a classic that'll be me there is a bit <laughs> of planning as well because you're going to go well, i want it to tick onto this result in round three so i'll reset it now in the early turn when there isn't a lot of spells for me to cast because i don't want to waste my spells later on so there's a bit of that as well. Yeah. So I think it's cool. I think it's I think it's really interesting. Um, yeah, it sounds interesting as well. Again, like they just combo up really nicely. So like you know, you got you have that you can get the the sword that gives you plus one to wound. Mm-hmm. Doubles yeah. up again with it, so you're getting plus two to wound on your great and clean one. Yeah. yeah. And then you can. There's also that artifact that doesn't affect if you roll a five to wound, doesn't it? So um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So the spells, the Law of Malignance, which is for Rockbringer Wizards. So some standout standout spell in here for me is Blades of Putrefaction. So this is a 7 to cast against. It's quite tricky. Um, it's pick a friendly unit within 14 of the caster. And to a next hero phase, hit rolls of 6 or more for that unit. Inflict one mortal wound in addition to any other damage. Yeah, see I saw this leaked on the community site thing over their Christmas thing straight away. This this just turns thirty plague bearers into thirty bloodletters. Yeah, that aren't going to die to a stiff breeze. Yep, and yeah. it's um it's a friendly unit. It's not even yeah. a Nurgle unit. It's just a friendly unit. Oh wow! So, uh, that's that's pretty that's tidy. Doubles event, yeah, boy. Oh, I'm just going <laughs> to cast this on uh, my fulminators. What? <laughs> so yeah, then you've got uh, rancid visitations. That's- Les's favourite. Um, <laughs> it's a casting value of a six. If cast, pick an enemy within three of the caster. The unit suffers one mortal wound for each model that's within three of the caster. That's so, pretty 
juicy for late late game, like when you're surrounded, maybe? Yeah, if you've got a resilient hero and he's surrounded by enemy models, then you can kind of explode and take a load out. Um, quite good. Um, is a rot bringer spell though, so not sure how useful. It might be quite good on blow ab because oh, blow God. abs are. Oh yeah, of course. Mo- these guys are rot bringers, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, that's that is good. Um, mm. so I might be trying that one out myself because I got a blow ab painted. So yeah, all the all the um, maggot lord dudes, they're all special characters, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, a gift of contagion is another spell. So it's cast on six. If you cast select an enemy unit of an 18 that is visible, then roll a dice and look at the result on the table. Apply the penalty to all models in the unit to the start of your next hero phase. So 1 to 2 is minus 1 to the unit's hit rolls. 3 to 4 is minus 1 to their win rolls. And 5 to 6 is minus 1 to their save rolls. That's pretty good, whatever you roll. There is nothing there that I would be sad about. Like You'd want some more than others, but given the type of spell it is, that's pretty amazing. What's the range again? 18. Oh, that's not bad. That's, yeah, that's good. That's really good. So, put it into Whoa. perspective. Blow ab, you go, right, I'll make that unit, I've rolled a 5, they're minus 1 save, I'll cast Festus' spell on them, they're minus 2 saves. <sighs> My guy's got in with a Rust Fang, they're minus 3 to their save. <laughs> Black Kings go in, take it off. That's how I used to Red play my... Three um, Blight Kings! Chop, 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 chop. That's how I used to play my uh, my weird Slanesh demon army. I loved it, and it was consistently underestimated because people find it very difficult to play. If you got, I'll use Fulminators, we'll always use them because they got a good save But as an example, but even when people know you got stuff like that, they still play with that unit the way that that it plays, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So like, it's like, well, what am I going to do? Not put my guys up the middle, stand them at the edge of the board, do nothing? So... That is going to be incredible. That's going to be so tasty. Yeah, I like that spell. It's nice. It's great. I mean, it, it really works. Um, yeah. These, so... these Maggot Lord dudes are sounding pretty good now as well. Because like, they're quite big and survivable, so these spells will stick around. Yeah, it's only Blowab that can take it, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Oh, of course, yeah. He's the only he's wizard out of a lot of yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. Still, you know, it gives him, gives him table time, which... Which is nice. Yeah, I'll be... I think. Yeah, I think he's quite useful anyway. But, um, yeah, it's all good. So, I think the only problem is there's almost too many good spells. Yeah. And you just can't get them all in and you can't Yeah, these have all been good so far. <laughs> so, uh, Nurgle. Uh, Law of Virulence for Nurgle Demons, I should say. Um, Favoured Poxes. Has a casting value of a 7. If successful, pick an enemy unit within 14 of the caster. Um, that's visible to them. Uh, subtract one from hit, wound, and save rolls for that unit until the caster moves or casts another spell or is slain. So Wow, that's strong. So if you've got a character that's going to stand still, um, you can basically go, right, I'm going to cast this spell on this unit, you're minus one on all three of those things until I do something. So if you move, you're dead, or you cast, it stops. It's almost like it remains in play. Yeah, you just sort of do it as your last action, though, and go, right, I'm going to leave him alone to my next hero phase. Yeah. I mean, obviously... It's like a, a blobby, pustulous Nurgle Oathstone. Yeah, it's it's cool. Um, you're almost like channeling the... Um, the the filth. The filth on them while, while they're getting debuffed and messed up. Um, yeah. 
I think that's it's really good. Um, yeah. Glorious Afflictions. Um, casting value of a five. If successful, pick an enemy unit within 21, and that's visible. The unit's move characteristic, and any run or charge rolls are halved until your next hero phase. Mm. In addition, units that can normally fly cannot do so. Ooh, that's really interesting. That's great for pinning something so it can't actually get out of combat as well, because it can't fly over your unit. Yeah. It's, I like uh, that. It's great because obviously, like, actually just movement control and it's a 21 inch range, so it's pretty yeah, long. So, what's, what's the move of a Star Drake? Uh, 12. So, halved moved. and not being able to fly on that size base. And then half in its charge as well. Yeah, so the that's max, really, max really, threat really, is 12. Like, yeah. So, Techless is pretty, his spell was incredible, slowing things down, people underestimated stuff like that. The fact you yeah. half the charge is massive. Well, yeah, yes, exactly what his did, and it was amazing. Even if having... they they're going to get a char- to charge you anyway, suddenly yeah. needing to having to roll a six, not a three, is quite a big difference. Well, if, if they're seven inches away, they can't actually get in. No, unless they've got a load of like modifiers to their charge. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great spells. You'd probably agree. Yeah, sorry, so it, it was all their moves, so that would be like the destruction move type thing no, that the Iron Jaws do as any well. Run, move characteristic, yep. run, or charge. Yep. Oh, okay. So it won't affect... No. Like, um, like special murder host. Well, murder host before the game anyway, so... I well, know, they do it in their hero phase, can't oh, they, right, if they've okay. got no. max units, but... Yeah, they're still good, though, like, that's that play is good, that's... Sorry, that uh, spell will see a lot of play, I think. It's a flexible one as well, isn't it? Like that is, yeah. it's always going to be useful. That will come into into play. Um, Twenty one inches is a good range as well, especially if you're stood on a bailwind for forty two. <laughs> <laughs> I just think basically turn two onwards, there's going to be a viable target for that. Yeah, and um, never mind the charge thing. You could just stop people from reaching an objective. Super yeah. useful. Yeah, it, it sounds like Nurgle have like insane board control. Uh, yeah, I thought this even before we got to this stuff. That uh, it's just like zonal control everywhere, or like yeah. giving your opponent like do I don't I decisions. And if you stuff go like near that. that, you're going to take damage. I'm going to make you half your move, so you can't even get near that now. <laughs> I like the in- inevitability of it. It feels like as the game goes on, the, the longer the longer it. you're there, the more you're going to get affected by Nurgle's rot. The yeah, quicker you get it. rid of them, the better. Um, and also the fact that the, t- the tables turn into Nurgle's garden, that's another reason. You're like, well, the, the table's literally turning into the garden Nurgle. Yeah. Um, because, so, you know, earlier... Oh, go on. Because the feculent Narmors are zero cost. Yes. So yeah. even with the contagion points... They, you don't have to have any reinforcement points to keep putting trees on the yeah, table. That's that's yeah. what I was just about to ask, was do they cost anything, and can you get rid of them once they're down? No. no. So once they're there, the rot really is setting in, because you can't even get rid of it. Yeah, it's just that the, the table's just turning into Nurgle's garden. Oh, I can't wait. So as <sighs> as the game goes on, there's more of this stuff's popping up, the more more mortal wounds you're going to take. It's really cool. You, you, oh. and also it means that you're, you're spreading out across the table, so you've got more like nodes for your army to run and charge and stuff, isn't it? Because that's what with the, the normal. Yeah, being able to run and charge is really strong. Um, 
because you could yeah no Nurgle has been so slow having this like like buffs the move from the wheel the run and charge they're they're going to be so quick like I've... actually faster than like slanesh that's what's <laughs> going to catch people out because they're not going to be used yeah. to it so you're suddenly going to see plague bearers that are movement four then go in we're okay with the dials on so that's plus two to move there's another thing that gives them plus to move and they can reroll their charge and they can run and charge suddenly you're like well actually they're like movement eight they can run and then they can charge that horde of plague bearers suddenly it's really quick yeah. it's almost it's like sile level speed again <laughs> it's very um it's very kind of like old destruction if you like mm. i think like it's going to be like a lot of dudes and some big resilient monsters running up the table but with probably more magic involved yeah yeah I like, think more that's... interesting accurately themed i've written a couple lists um which i'll talk about at the end um one one of them i is is actually a very defensive army that, that wants to stand still at the back but i'll get on to that um, Sumptuous Pestilence is the last spell for the Nurgle Demons, which is the one we talked about earlier, which is um, value of six. Um, each enemy unit within seven suffers one mortal wound. Units are more than five models take D3 mortal wounds. So it's every enemy unit within seven. So that's okay. It's it's a nice spell to just chip wounds off. Um, again, good against big units. You know, it's I think it's okay. Um, then you've got the Law of Foulness, which is the Nurgle Mortal spells. Uh, return of the favourite Magnificent Buboes. Um, before you start, Russ, how many people have access to these? What, the Law of Foulness? Yeah. Well, they're Nurgle Mortal, so all the Rockbringer sorcerers do, because they're Mortal and Rockbringer. Okay, cool. But And then also you've got Chaos stuff sorcerers. like Chaos Sorcerer on Manticore, Chaos Sorcerer on Lord. Yes, why not? He's got the mark of Nurgle, hasn't he? If he's in yeah. the Nurgle army. Um, so, Magnificent Buboes. Casting value of a 7. If successfully cast, pick an enemy hero within 21. Uh, that's visible to them. They take D3 mortal wounds. And they must subtract 1 from their hit rolls and their casting rolls and their unbinding rolls into your next hero phase. So it's like a poke at a wizard. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, it's quite good because you can cast it and say, well, do you want to unbind this, um, knowing that I'm going to cast my important spell next, but if you let it go, you're minus one to, to unbind, so... Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um could only do it on a hero, but no, why you do it on anything else. Um, probably um, my favourite spell uh, is Plague Squall. Um, it has a casting value of six. If cast, roll seven dice. For each roll of a six, you can pick an enemy unit that is visible to the caster. They take D3 mortal wounds. If you roll more than one six, you must pick a different enemy unit. So it's basically like a Reign of Star spell. Yeah. Because there's no range on it. Yeah, yeah. But you just have to be able to see them. That's that's. Strong. I like that. I like that because then it doesn't feel stupid. Like some guy can have someone. 30 inches away but behind terrain and it's not like why is he still dying <laughs> I like I like the um, the imagery of this it's um, he basically the sorcerer it says here singing an extravagant prayer to grandfather Nurgle the sorcerer causes the skies to split open like the swollen belly of a corpse raining a glorious shower of 
boiling filth upon his foes. How cool is that? We like the boiling. Who wrote filth. that? <laughs> <laughs> they call it poopy shower. If you want to, if you read like when you get, if you get this book, I'm sure everyone listening will book up. Yeah. Just read the descriptions are worth reading because they're really cool. Just everything's just really really cinematic. Yeah. Um, Cloying quagmire. This was an interesting spell. This one. So it has a casting value of a five. If it's cast, select an enemy unit within 14 of the caster, then roll a dice and compare it to the enemy unit's save characteristic. If the roll is equal to or higher than its save, it takes D6 mortal wounds. That's fucking searing doom and a half, isn't it? Jesus. So, because it's on a five, and you're like, okay, we've got a two-up armor save. Great, okay. So... I've rolled a two, so you're going to take D6 mortals. That's pretty uh, pretty juicy for a Star Trek. What if they've got a one-up save? Then, uh, then one's always a fail, so it'll be two one-up. It does... Is a one always a fail? Because it's not a hit or wound roll. What I would one... say is it's different because it's a save characteristic, not the save roll. Yeah. So when you get something that gives you plus one to your roll, your save characteristic doesn't get any better. Yeah. So, like, you know, a Star Drake's got a three plus save. Ah, uh, right. The so you fact do you get plus raw one to base. save. Its characteristic yeah. is still free. Yeah. Yeah. So. so it's always on its base value, not yeah. modified. Then. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's still amazing, though. Like three up save heroes are going to be pretty afraid of D six more wounds. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a nice little poke, and it's an addition to yeah. you know, and it's on a five. Yes, yeah, which is good. Like, if you look at some of the Zinch spells that are D six damage. They're quite hard to cast. Well, not for Zinch because of what they do, but they're not on a five. <laughs> no, twenty-eight inch range as well. That's quite. Yeah, that's. But it's amazing spells being able to be used. Like it's one of the, the prime things I consider. Just a... a fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Twenty-eight on a bear wind. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. Like yeah, twenty-eight on a. Bear oh wind. right. Okay. Ah uh, okay. Yeah, cool. I approve of that, <laughs> Terry. <laughs> Terry Bellwind approved, as I thought it would go. The Bellwind approved. Bellwind approval. Right, okay. So we've talked for uh, for quite a bit on all the artifacts. We've gone through them in a bit of detail, but I think they're worth talking about a little bit more because that's all the new stuff. You know, when we get to the scrolls, they'll be a bit quicker. Um, so I think we'll have a break. Uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about the War Scrolls and probably the formations in one. Then the last part of the show will be um, allies, lists. lists, and just meta and general comments about how it's going to fit in so we're back in a minute face hammer is sponsored by element games so for great customer service all the latest age of sigmar releases at 20 percent off and all your hobby needs go to www.elementgames.co.uk to support us directly click through the banner on our website and let them know that you came from us And we're back from the break, and we're here to talk about War Scrolls. So I think we'll start with the big man himself, uh, Rotigus, which is a new special character, great and clean one. So he's, uh, he's great and clean ones now. I've got 16 wounds uh, and a 4-up save, so that's pretty solid. So That was so needed. That extra 6 wounds over 10 is just massive. Indeed. Um... So he's got um, (laughs) 
He's got the following um, weapons, yep. um, which are in melee. So he's got a gnarl rod, which is a three inch reach. It's five attacks. Now his hit roll is on a two, gets worse. Um, wounds on a three. It's minus one rend and damage two. So that's pretty good. Like nice yeah, quite cool. range on that. It's quite nice. Yeah, yeah. really good. Then fanged more, which is d three attacks, threes and twos, minus two rend damage two. So, again, it's okay. Quite nice. Also quite good. Then that gets the wound roll gets worse on that one. Then he's got the host of Nurglings, which is uh, three attacks, five and fives, no rend damage one. Just a little cheeky chip away. Nurglings, yeah. <laughs> so where he comes into his own, he's special abilities. So he's got blubber and bile. So each time you take a wound or mortal wound, on a five plus it's negated. In addition, if the roll is a six and it's a combat phase, the attacking unit takes one mortal wound. All right, so that's the same as the great and clean ones, and that's pretty yeah. solid. Yeah, yeah. Cor- corpulent mass in your hero phase, you can heal d3 wounds that have been allocated. Yep. yep. Then he's got the mountain of loathsome flesh. So each time, um, roll a dice for each enemy unit within one of Rotica's after he charges on a four plus, they take d3 mortal wounds. That's like the uh, juggernaut slam. Yeah, that's nice. Is the normal grand clean one got that as well? Yeah. So those three rules are on both the Great and Clean one and Rotigus. That's nice. And he's got the streams of brackish filth. So in your hero phase, roll a dice for each enemy unit within six of Rotigus. On a four plus, they take D3 mortal wounds. Wow. Enemy (laughs) units that fly only take it on a six. But that's really good, isn't it? That's Yeah, that's just... More more wounds, just more wounds out of the ass. <laughs> yeah, they're only only a few chipping away here and there, but they'll add up. I know, over but the when game. when a few here, you know, chip away here and there six times, it's that's loads. Yeah, that one turn that they all go off and you all get like you, you yeah. get average on the threes. It, you you know. just rinse someone's army in one yeah. turn. Russ has seen what happens, and that happens with the mortis engine, and yeah. so have I. <laughs> um. So then the the magic, he's a wizard. Um, He gets to cast two spells. Um, So basically, so does the Great and Clean one. So originally they had one spell, but we asked him to go up to two. Um, Felt it was kind of needed. It's a Great and Clean one. It should have two spells. It's it's pretty baller. I I really like Rodgers' spell. This spell is awesome. It's Deluge of Nurgle. So it's a casting value of a seven. Uh, if you cast it, roll seven dice for each roll that equals the result in the table. So it's a four plus to start with. It gets worse as it gets wounded. Pick an enemy unit visible to the caster. It takes D3 mortal wounds. Uh, so it's basically like Reign of Stars. So it's table wide, line of sight. Yeah. Seven dice, four plus, take D3 mortals. So you could do this spell yep. and then the other spell that does yep. it on a six. So you get like double Reign of Stars. Yep. yep. Reign of Filth. Yeah. <laughs> That is the name of the list that I've penned with this very theme on it. Uh, Ooh, I don't know what's in there. The it's also got some Plague Claw catapults yeah, in there. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet it's got Plague Claws <laughs> in there. Yeah. Let's just take a second to appreciate the Rotogus model, because it is absolutely stupendous. The special character, with his tentacle arm and his maggots coming out of his mouth and his do-rag like, that he's got on his head and stuff. I, is this I guy, really is like he going to be the new like golden demon dude? Is he just going to be the go-to, do you think? I think I think the models. I, I think you'll see this in painting competitions. The flesh has so much room to do stuff. I think he might. The the problem with the great and clean one um, for painting competitions, I think he might fall foul of the all 
a big model all the same color or all the same area. So there isn't yeah. a lot of interesting elements they could, to it. You could weather in loads of other colors so the skins. Oh, like you could really... do a really good skin job. Um, yeah. I'm sure David Soper is going to smash one. Oh yeah, I'm sure he could just whip out a Slayer sword on this bad boy. But I'm not. I'm know. not sure if it's an interesting enough model for him. I think he might. He might. I just don't think there's enough different areas going on. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think. I think you might. Maybe you will see them like regularly. But it's a cool model. But I'm just not sure about paint competitions. What do I know? I've never never really entered Golden <laughs> Demon so. Your husband these days with paint, so. Huh? Your husband these days with paint as well, don't you? So. Apparently. <laughs> um, so that's Rodigus. Uh, so the great and clean one, exactly the same stat line. Yeah. So same move, save everything. Um, he's got the same rules. The only got some differences. So you can arm him in different ways. So you can give him a flail or a bile blade, and then in the other hand you give him a bile sword or a doomsday bow. So there's like two options on each arm. Um, so the Noxious Bile is his missile weapon, and that's D6 attacks, threes and twos, minus two rend damage one. So it's okay, Pretty it's a nice little chip away. I've I've had great use out of that while using the Grand Clean one. That's remained unchanged. That's always just been great for just rend two, just knobbing that extra couple of wounds off a hero. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah. it's, it's, a, it's... All these things are... Useful, you know, rent all adds up. Not really, yeah, exactly. It's another thing to roll, isn't it? So, in terms of many weapons, so the choice of the flail or the bile blade. So, the flail is better in combat, it's they're both free attacks. The flail is freeze, uh, the wound roll on the flail is twos, but it gets worse. Uh, whereas the blade is freeze, they're both minus one rend. The flail is damage two, the blade's damage one, but the blade allows him to use the rule putrid offering uh which allows him to suffer a wound um which can't negate and then you can add one to his cast and unbind rolls now yeah. obviously this model heals in the hero phase so you could do this then immediately heal it back yeah if, you have, <laughs> if you're un, if you're unhurt yeah so you basically go have slightly worse combat profile and get plus one to cast or have the flail so you're a bit better in combat which, looking at some of the spells, that plus one the cast could, yeah, it makes could be a pretty... big difference on yeah. the sixes and sevens, doesn't it? Whether you're plus one or plus two, it's absolutely massive. I think you'll be taking the blade more often than not. I think, yeah, yeah. I think you're going to have enough combat power without it from I other don't, sources. I don't know. I think great and clean one is it, you do need some of that. I mean, you look at that Lord of Change, and you see quite a lot with the sword, don't you? So I think it's uh... yeah, but you, you know what I mean. Like you, you get enough damage in. Like the rest of the army as well, so it's not like you have mm. to just rely on the law, uh, the ground clean one to do the beat sticking. You could there's different ways of building there, and there's different roles. You can have them as like a at the front combat role, or you can have them well, as a support. You just have two, have one cast, one go and hit stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> so um, this is the other um, the other thing that you could have. So you can have the bar blade, which is um, uh, free attacks. Uh, sorry, the massive bile sword, I should say. So it's three attacks, um, fours and threes, minus two rend, damage three. Yeah, that's a huge change. Going from D3 damage to damage three is oh, so good. And then the alternate option is the Doomsday Bell, which is uh, four attacks, fours and threes, minus one rend, damage one. But what the bell does 
is if a Nurgle unit begins its movement phase within seven of a model with a Doomsday Bell, add three to its move characteristic. So that's what movement nine plague bearers with the plus two from the wheel. Yeah, plus two from and, the wheel and plus a run. three. Yeah. So move move ten plus charge. Movement that's, eleven drones. Yeah, that's pretty terrifying. Movement eleven drones running and charging. Yeah, with the blades on them. But it's and, or... <laughs> Nurgle unit. So it yeah. doesn't matter what it, it doesn't have to be demon. It's just Nurgle unit. So that's that friendly. Uh, if a Nurgle unit. Oh, right, so you can benefit from your opponent's bell. <laughs> yeah, it's only within seven, so if you're that close, you're probably already in combat. And, well, but, I mean, you could use yeah. it to run away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could do. <laughs> To get on an objective or something. Yeah, why not? Um, and then his command ability is uh, Grandfather's Joy. Uh, pick a friendly Nurgle demon unit within 21 of this model. Add one to the attacks characteristic of all melee weapons by that unit. Uh, until your next hero phase. Yeah, that's so much better than it used to be. Yeah, it's just, just before you have to roll attack. a seven. Yeah, and it's a long range on that as well. Yeah, I, I like that. That's good. It's only Nurgle demons though, but we'll come on to that. Um, then he's got two spells, and his spell is Plague Wind, which I think is the same. Again, yeah, it's cast on a seven, cool. <laughs> so. If you cast it, pick a point on the battlefield within 14 of the caster and draw an imaginary straight line. Um, each unit, friend and foe, takes D3 mortal wounds. Units with a Nurgle keyword are instead healed D3 mortal wounds. Or D3 wounds. Yeah. So it's quite nice because you can do damage and then you can also heal your models as well. So Yeah. I quite like that spell. Yeah. I've had good use out of that. So... That's uh, that's the great and clean one, so I think they're pretty solid. Points-wise, they are 340 points each. They're both exactly. exactly the same. Oh, really? That's that's pretty good. And the reason for that is because one can't take artifacts. And it's yeah, I, I think special characters, unless they've got insanely you know godlike rules, should be the equivalent of what their sort of base sort of counter would be, like... You know, Lord of Change, Kairos, Grand Clean One, Rotskus. They should be similar points in the fact that, yeah, you get the bonuses for yeah. being able to take um, artifacts and command traits. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, I think that's true. I think, you know, sometimes they can have point tax, sort of a historical special character point tax put on them. For I think as the game evolves, that'll probably go away a bit. But, yeah. Um, so. That's the two two big boys, and we're into the demon heroes. So Poxbringer is the Herald of Nurgle, so he's basically the same stat line. Uh, three attacks, three threes, minus one damage, D3, which I think is the same as well. Uh, he's got the Disgustingly Resilient rule, which is a five plus to ignore wounds and mortal wounds. Um, and he's also got in death there is life at the start of your hero phase. If any models, friend or foe, were slain in the last turn, you can heal one wound allocated to a friendly Nurgle demon within seven of this model. Oh, that's different. So, Yeah, useful. <laughs> yeah. So again, you you could use him to cheeky heal uh, an extra wound on your great and clean one if you, if you killed a model last turn, or you know, you could take a couple of these heralds and do like a couple wounds each. Um, so it's it's fairly... It's situational, but I think it'd be quite useful. Um, yeah, 
just uh, it's like there's so much healing in the book as well it's just you know a couple of these because you're going to take them i think anyway because of the the spells and stuff you know well that's that's why the herald's now good because it's now wizard which is the big change yeah so what does he get a spell or does he just pick from the the law he does get a spell um so he gets eruptive infestation so it's cast on a six if cast, pick an enemy unit within seven of a friendly plague bearer unit and visible, they take D3 mortal wounds. So he could be the other side of the table. Yeah. It's, the range is measured from the plague bearer unit. Yeah, so that's nice. It's quite cool, I think. it's. What was it cast on? Uh, on, on a six. It's not bad if he's just chilling out by a bit of arcane terrain. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Um, I think it gives you quite a nice range on that spell if you've got a lot of plague bearers in your army. Yeah. Which you kind of it kind of a bit thematic as well. It's like the disease coming off the plague bearers. Yeah, just a nice long range bolt. It's, yeah. You know, more 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 wins. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Um, then you've got Epidemus, so I think he's basically the same. Um so sorry, the Poxbringer Herald of Nurgle is hundred and twenty points. Um but because he's a wizard and he's pretty decent in combat, quite survivable, I think it's pretty good. I think it's a bargain. Yeah, I'm not even stuff. He just seems like... I think you're going to see him in most lists, I think. Well, I mean, the lists I'd take anyway. Yeah, I think I, I would find him a place for him in most of my lists if I went on playing, so... I know, like, most preferred him to be their, their BSB back in the day in 8th edition, didn't they? But, like, he's yeah. pretty cool, too. Yeah, he's he's just a uh, a banner in my Plague Barry unit now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you'll, he'll see some play, so I think that's good. Um, then I've, you've got Epidemus, who's basically the same. Yeah. So he has the tally rule. So um, keep a tally of the number of enemy models that have been slain by friendly Nurgle units. At the start of your hero phase, consult the table, and this is bestowed upon friendly Nurgle units, so it doesn't affect the enemy army. Oh, I think it used to. Hmm. So you... You can, if you've done seven to thirteen models, you can reroll wound rolls uh, of one. Fourteen to twenty reroll hit rolls of one. Twenty-one or more receive one extra contagion point in your hero phases. So it's oh, that's different. Change, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So. It used to be plus one save for Nurgle. Yeah. So, um, so he's okay. I don't, not amazing. I think he's quite pricey. How? What's his cost? He's two hundred points. Oh, that's. Seven That's quite expensive. Yeah, he is, but he does have a benefit across the whole army. So yeah, yeah, um, and you yeah. Can yeah, hide I, I him might, somewhere. He might still see some play. Like, I just think you can just hide him somewhere, can't you? Yeah, I don't think he's awful. Like, he's he's just. I I think if he was too, if he was much cheaper, he might be in every list. Yeah, I, I've spent nearly as much on far weaker things because my army needed that character before. So. I just like if you need it, you need it for the build yeah. you're doing. I don't think it's it's like the fact that he's got seven wins and a four up save is kind of inconsequential, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, I think you're paying for the almost he's a hundred point character, then you're paying a hundred points for the army wide tally buff. It's like seems yeah. fairly reasonable. So yeah. uh, the new character, the spoil pox scrivener, herald of Nurgle. So the scrivener. Um, has a big nose, as you do. Um, so he is this the one with the bagpipe? No, no. This is the guy. the guy with the, the notes and that the the massive sort of monster thing on his shoulder. This, in fact, his nose. Oh, yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Yeah, 
So he's got a ranged attack, disgusting sneeze, six inches, <laughs> d6 attacks, freeze and falls, no run damage one. So it's like it's a bit of bit of fun, I think that thing. Bit of poke, yeah. Uh, he's got a more melee weapon, two inch range, two attacks, freeze and falls, minus one damage two. So he's not brilliant in combat. Um, he's got the resilient rule, uh, and his other rule is keep counting on watching you. So it's re-roll dice rolls of one when making charge rolls for friendly plague bearers within seven. In addition, re-roll hit rolls of one for friendly plague bearers while they're within seven. So he buffs plague bearers. So yeah. plague, like bearer, plague bearers rather than plague bearer units. Uh, no, it's units. Okay, yeah, that's that's not too hard, is it, when your unit's like 30 dudes? <laughs> so I think it's quite good because... Uh, um, you know, it, it's not amazing, but it's like okay, getting re-rolling that charge and re-rolling ones um, on the charge oh. is quite useful, and re-rolling ones for the hit rolls obviously is quite. The big. hit rolls is big as well because if you're near a great and clean one, so you've got sixty attacks from that unit, and you've got the blades on them, so they do sixes on mortal wounds. All those extra ones could be more mortal wounds as well. Mm. So it, it's it's kind of it just all stacks up, doesn't it? So. I remember getting a new set of both of these in the in the play test um both of the the, the Howard characters because i think they were pretty cool um again they just they synergize quite well like terry was saying when you like you know you stack up those stuff it makes your play bears go from being a resilient unit to just being to be in a fast resilient unit can they dish out damage mm. yeah i think so i think he's he's quick so uh he's not very quick so keeping him up would be quite hard but Obviously, we've, we've said there's ways to buff movement, isn't there? But he's the same speed as a Plague Bearer unit, so technically... Also, he can just... You're not worried about his combat. He can just be running up the field. No, exactly. But obviously, if you've placed your tree cleverly, you can run and charge the Plague Bearers, so you might be overextended quite a bit. Um, yeah. So he's okay. He's 100 points, so not a wizard. So mm. he just has that yeah, buff effect. Not not bad. Like maybe a little bit cheaper, probably. But he might still see him at hundred, though. He sounds decent, so you can still take him. Lovely model, though. Model's amazing. Yeah, I think I'll be using them regardless in my list, even if they're just like unit champion or something, just so they're in the list. Yeah, I really like. I really like the model. It's awesome. Um, then you have the sloppy bar piper. <laughs> His <So>. names. <laughs> He is basically got a Marotta, which is basically like a Jester type guy. Uh, four attacks, fours and threes, minus one rend damage two. So okay, nothing really exciting in combat. Um, he's also got the resilient rule. Uh, all the Nurgle demons have it, uh, so I won't yeah. go over it every time. Um, and that's the five up ignore. And then he's got disease of Murph. So add one to bravery of all Nurgle demons uh, units while they're within seven. In addition, subtract one from bravery from enemy units while they're within seven. So it's like, okay, it's not amazing. It's, it's okay. I mean, you're bravery 10 anyway, but yeah. the extra one, you know, maybe. The, yeah, the minus one to the enemy is more important. Yeah, and then the probably the bit that's most important is jolly gut pipes. Reroll failed charge rolls and hit rolls of one for nurglings and great and clean ones while they're within seven of the bile piper. So... Yeah, that's pretty good. So I think that's okay. You know, it's yeah. You said all the ner- all the demons have the disgusting resilient rule. Have they given it to Nurglings as well? Uh, oh, maybe not. I don't even know what. Well, I don't know what Nurglings. No, do they yet, haven't. So. so, but okay, right, everything but Nurglings. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, 
I just don't want to repeat myself every scroll. So yeah, cool. um, then we've got Horticulus, which um, is from is slightly changed from the Blight War set. Um, yeah, he's got stuff down. So eight wounds, free up save. He's got his normal tat, like, stat line, as you you can see. Um, he's got the slime trail, which I think he's got in the Blight War, which is every time roll dice for each enemy unit has been free. Um, before this model retreats on a four plus, they take D three mortal wounds, which yes. is so you can <laughs> run away and do mortal wounds, um, yeah, which I, like I quite that. like. Um, he's got reroll charge rolls and hit rolls of one for Beast and Urgle within seven. So it's again he buffs Beast and Urgle. Um, yep. He's got the in death there is life rule, which is the heal that we spoke about already. Um, and he's also got this rule, which is the new one, uh, cultivating the garden of Nurgle. Once during the battle, at the start of your hero phase, you can set up a feculent Nalmor within three of Horticulus and more than one away from other models or terrain features. So you get one anyway. Yeah, so he can yeah, drop so a tree. So he drops one as well. But That's the important good. thing is, it's the start of the hero phase, which is the same time you generate your points. Oh, right, so you put it down, then it generates yeah. So D- your first D3? turn, it generates D3, then your other tree yeah. will give you D3, then you'll get three for being in your deployment zone and one for no enemies. So on the turn one, you're going to get 2d3 plus four. So you're quite likely to have enough to immediately put another tree down. Yeah. Which will allow you to basically give you run and charge across most of the table. Yeah. So, I think he's going to be a pretty strong um, include at this, like with this whole tree mechanic thing. Yeah, I think he's he's become a lot more attractive. Um, I mean, he's got eight wounds and a free up save with a five up resilience save. That's yeah, he's not bad. pretty. You know, he's pretty fucking beefy. <laughs> he can do mortal wounds when he runs away um, from people, which is nice. You it's know, not too bad either, is it? From well, three attacks, freeze and freeze minus one damage D three, and D three attacks, freeze and freeze minus two damage two. So it's like, yeah, the combat's not bad. See, you can summon him as well, can't you? With the you contagion can. points. Yeah. So if you've already got one, can you summon another one? Um, no. no, I don't think so. Maybe. It's a special. I'm not sure, but um, yeah. But anyway, so you'd have to pay your points for him. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, plague bearers. Um, we know what they do. Um, not no change here, really. I don't think. Um, so again, the the champion gets plus one attack. The icon bearer. Um, is What's the locust thing? Well, I'm just getting onto that. So, oh. the pipers reroll battle shock. Um, this is the same as what the they've lost. The, did you have two choices, icon and musician? No, they only had standard bearer and musician. Oh, right. the same then. They've got the same. Um, so you've got the resilient rule, cloud of flies. So subtract one from hit rolls. Target each unit in the shooting phase if the unit has 20 or more models. Subtract two if the unit... Um, sorry. Subtract one from hit rolls for attacks at target unit in the shooting phase. If the model has 20 or more models, subtract two from hit rolls in the shooting phase and one from hit rolls in the combat phase. Yeah, that's and the same. Locus of Fecundity. Reroll save rolls of one for this unit within if it's within seven of a friendly Nurgle Demon... Here. Yeah, that's the same as well. Solid. Still solid. What's their... Are they still 100? No. Their points have gone up. They are 
for 10 Plague Bearers, 120, and for 30 is 320. So they're a bit okay. more expensive, but yeah. So if you take the unit of thirty, still they've gone up thirty points from two seventy. So with all the buffs and like the allegiance abilities and everything else stacked on, do you think that's that's right? Well, they're three twenty for thirty. Oh, they're three twenty for thirty. Yeah, I think they're fine. I mean, I've I've written a few lists and they go in every time. Um, Are you? Um... Yeah. I'm interested. In how are you putting them in, Russ? Are you like going like thirty, ten, 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 or just thirty? Just 30. 30 Just or one. Blight Kings, basically. Okay. But I like Blight Kings, so... Um, <laughs> 30 yeah. or Blight Kings. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think you'll probably see a 30 in, in every Nurgle list. Yeah. Is, I, I is think it... two thirties or one thirty, and you might see some armies that go like 30, 30, 10, 10, or, or something like that, you know, so... Yeah. I think the 10s are fine. I just... I find the 10s a little bit of something or nothing. Um, the, yeah, because you don't get the big buff, you can't take a lot of damage, and you don't soak up much, and you don't yeah. take up a lot of board space. Ha- having thirty is just a solid brick. Thirty is just like so good. I mean, especially because they've got that stackable buff that gets minus two to hit. Get, chill yeah. out next to the staff thingy for another minus one to hit. Well, it's reroll sixes, but yeah, uh, reroll sixes. It's, sorry, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to make the unit. Yeah, but then if they're hitting only on sixes, it's pretty. Yeah, because it rerolls before modifiers, yeah. so it's good. So uh, that's yeah, that's going to make them really hard to hit. <laughs> yeah, I think they're solid. Um, yeah, you know, battle line. You're going to see them in every army. I think you'd be silly yeah. not to. Um, plague drones. These have changed quite a bit. I think. Um, so they've got uh, movement eight, five wounds, five up save. Uh, Death's heads, uh, fourteen inches ranged attack, fours and threes, no rend, damage one. Um, so you get plague swords. So one attack, fours and threes, no rend, damage one. The proboscis, which is three attacks, threes and fours, no rend, um, damage one. The foul mouth parts, which is a new profile, I believe. So basically you get to pick to either have the proboscis or the mouth parts. So it's yeah, like the two nose. different heads. It's the nose or the normal one, and it's the nose mm. is a isn't it? So. And the mouth parts, you get one less attack, but they're threes and threes. Damage one rather than threes and fours. So is that like the little head, not the big trunk? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then you've got the venomous sting, um, which is the one attack fours and threes minus one damage d three. Yeah. Um. So you then get the um, resilient rule and the locus of contagion. So add one to attacks of this unit's weapons while they're in seven of a Nurgle demon. Oh, in range of the Great and Clean one, plus two attacks. Yes, please. Tasty. Yeah, so you Did... can get plus two attacks and then cast blades on them. Yeah. yeah. That means they get plus six attacks per model because each weapon gets plus two attacks and they have three yeah. weapon and profiles. Got three profiles, yeah. Oh my god, that stinger. That's three attacks that rend one damage D3 plus all those base yeah. attacks. Oh and my god, chucking... those are going to be insane. And they're chucking three death heads as well. Yeah. Oh Oh my god, drones are going to be amazing. Wait, um, what size units do you think you would like? Because that's Six. quite a little. <laughs> but <laughs> three is quite a pokey, like, depending on whether you're going for buffs, like, three is quite a little pokey footprint that could absolutely murder chaff on its own. These get massive bonus. No, no, no. <laughs> steady on steady on you um i i think these will be solid in sixes like just mystic shield on them blades on them throw them in 
job done. I think sixes or threes. I mean, what's what has changed is the icon bearer getting models back is only one model, not D3. Mm, so if you roll yeah. a one, you only get one back. But getting back three whole drones in a unit of six was de- yeah, absolutely it was, it was devastating dumb. for your opponent. Yeah, it, it was, was it horrible. Was stupid, yeah. I mean... Um, so you've just spent two turns grinding off these drones. You've just killed one. I've already lost a couple. I'll pop to three. Oh, I've got them all back. There's another 15 disgusting resilient wounds to deal with. It's the buffs that make them good. I mean, like the fact yeah. you can debuff the enemy because you can, don't care the fact that they don't have any rend. If you can lower the no, because you're going to be doing mortal wounds out the wazoo. <laughs> or you can give your blades to do mortal wounds. You don't care. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. It's going to you just have like two sixes yobbing around or multiple threes. And then movement like eight. Think, yeah. Fly, and a bit. Plus <laughs> three for the. You mean movement 13? What? <laughs> yeah, well, and then plus two. Plus for one in charge. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah, plus two for the wheel, plus three for the bell, plus run and charge. What? <laughs> so, or... you know, they, they can be they can be a very impactful unit, I think. What have they remained? What's their cost? Are they up or down? Two hundred points for free. Oh, they've come down twenty points. So I think they're they're well worth it. Four hundred point unit of them. Oh yeah. I also think that type of unit, um, it, it, like we've, we've spoken about, some hilariously not fantastic shooting attacks, but dotting around little sources of shooting attacks in armies that have got various sources of mortal wounds is kind of it's like compound interest almost. The more chances you give yourself to pick things off, there's more of a likelihood that if I don't know, there's three things in combat with you. Um, like a couple of characters and like three dudes from a remaining unit or something got a chance to to shoot them out and then go for another charge. Um, like I really really like having a lot of sources of um, of like Poke. little yeah a lot of little pokes. I mean the range isn't huge on them, but these guys are probably going to be in combat anyway. So yep. the blades of putrefaction is it only sixes in combat? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Because if these get three attacks each, a unit of six, we're putting out 18 attacks that could be doing mortal wounds as well at range. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just... Um, it's just just combat. Double check it. It's a yeah, part with me flicking in the book. Sorry, guys. That's right. Now, because I think if you had... If they, if it is on range as well, drones are going to see some some table time for sure. I'm pretty sure it's combat. And revival. Revival. Um, I've got a thousand points of Merkel from my I've last time. I've got my drones ready. There. My <laughs> drones are painted. Yeah, no, just hit rolls. Out. Just hit rolls of six. Ooh. So. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> What's the range on their shooting again? Was it sixteen? Fourteen. But that's pretty. Like, yeah, but they're, I'll take they're that. potentially like move base to eight plus two plus three. So they move thirteen without running. So there's twenty-seven inch threat range on eighteen shot mortal wounds. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> Russ, in your in your reign of filth army, have you got like? units of six of these and catapults and then just loads of sources of like little pew pew pew. You run out of points very quickly. Oh, do you? you think six of these is 400 points. Oh, good call. So if you take two units of six, that's 800 points. Uh, I think so, that's solid though. It is, but I reckon it, two threes yeah. would be quite nice. But if and you're then, not on there, what you need to remember is find out who's got blades in the army, kill that model. Because you, you <laughs> yeah, can only give call. it to a rock bringer sorcerer. Yeah, yep. So it's a good thing that you could stand behind the great and clean one and not be shot, <laughs> or just at the back of your swiftly advancing, like literal army of filth. Because unlike the Glockkin, you can't see under it because it actually touches the floor, so yeah. it is a completely impassable wall of shooting. 
Yep, I mean, yes. but obviously there are things that don't need line of sight or can move and shoot. Um, I know, but... You know, so, yeah, I mean, yes, it's good, and Blades is cast on a six, so, yeah, but you might not cast it, so... But it's potential. It's good. I mean, it's like most things. I think the spells are important, but they're quite hard to cast. Yeah. Um, your your characters are important, and they're not always that easy to protect. Um, so, I think it's good, but is it... Is it Skyfire good? No, and thank God no. for that. Yeah, but that's um, good though because yeah, it no, means it's not exactly. going to be nerfed into the ground. <laughs> well, it means we're not going to have everyone running the same, the same thing, which is nice. Yeah, you will have that one game where you have your six drones with the blades on that go into like oh, yeah, of a, a Star Drake and just one shot it off and be like, yeah, more wounds. And I'm sure you have. A, I mean, it is only on a six, and you can't really buff the hit roll. I mean, damn, damn terrain. terrain. But yeah. that's it, really, isn't it? I mean, there's no other way I to know, but or it's but... not like you're going to be bloodletters doing it on threes. <laughs> no. I just think your I just think your multiple sources, whether they be magic, combat, shooting, uh, magically buffed shooting um, abilities, yeah, they're all going to add up, and you're going to have like this kind of like little, like little just like pokes, like or, or or dots just around the board of where you you've got quite a lot of flexibility with like nipping off the last few wounds or doing doing whatever it's very but, thematic though like say, the ticking away the longer the game goes on yeah the less you've killed the more damage you'll take i imagine yeah. so makes for a good story um so beasts and urgle so I, I think they're really good now and everyone's going to disagree but i think they're really good i disagree with you uh new new model which is cool uh, the model really looks cool. cool i really like the models they look they look very very playful um, which it looks lovely. like one of the old beasts of Nagel. It's it, like a new version of the old kit. Yeah. yeah, it is. I think the good thing about what they've done is they've actually given it a face. So it, it, the old ones were like a big slug, and then the the current one looks like a well. The the previous one looked really bad. Um, it sure looked like a turd. I was going to say a turd, but I, I thought I'd restrain myself. But you've you've just turned I, it, so I just throw it out there for it's you. Fine, you just throw that shit around. So it, um, well, yeah, it's a turd. <laughs> <laughs> the new ones, what I like about them, they're sort of a cross between a slug and a jaunty Nurgle demon. So you can see it's got hands, it's got a face, and a ball bag, huh? and a ball bag, and a ball bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the, I missed the, this. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's got, has it got a ball bag? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think Les might be imagining that. Nothing like a wallback. No, I think you're imagining that, Les. <laughs> They're the a slug. Way. What They're are you a... doing at Warhammer World when you're meant to be playtesting? They're just slugs. They don't have balls. What, what no, it's not, it looks like a ball bag. What does? <laughs> oh, what? You mean like each like the, the belly thing. looks like a... If you put two next to each other, it might look like a sack. Yeah. Right. Okay, brilliant. Thanks for your contribution, Les. <laughs> is that well why done. you like them? Yeah. I, I think this is this is the, the real reason the Games stuff. Workshop have complimented you by requesting your presence for the future <laughs> of this game is so you can come up with constructive criticism. Efficient <laughs> ways to get ball bags on the table. <laughs> if you put them next to each other, it looks like balls. <laughs> I'm so glad the fate of our game is in your hands, Les. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad that my model's balls are in your hands. Everyone's good for not neglecting the balls. Um, 
but I think these these do feel a little bit on the neglected side. I think so. Their movement five, seven wounds, five up save. Um, they get uh, disgusting and resilient. They get the that's, acidic. That's big. That is big. Yeah, they, they used to just have a five up save, and they just you looked at them and they fell over. Uh, they've got the the combo. Of this is quite nice. They've got the acidic slime trail. So re-roll, um, roll a dice for each enemy unit within three uh, of this unit that immediately before the unit makes a retreat move. On a four plus, that enemy unit takes D3 mortal wounds. So um, basically you can retreat, do mortal wounds to everything within three of you, and then they've got the attention seekers rule, which allows them to charge even when they run a retreat. Yeah, then they just go back in again. So you can retreat, do the damage, and just charge back in again. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. So you or don't really retreat care. and charge something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got plus one to the damage of their weapons if there's a demon hero within seven, and yeah. um, their weapons are a bit meh. So they get d6 attacks, fours and threes, no ren damage one, and one attack, threes and threes, no ren damage d3. Yeah, so it's like so. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a slight nerf because they used to get double damage. So there was that one time I rolled a three on my damage roll and it was damage six and I was like, Yay, Beast of Nurgle and then, then you remember they're rubbish. <laughs> I think the mortal wound retreat thing is, is quite good though. Yeah. I had them in units of two, I had them in twos when we play tested and I was retreating out of combat and charging back in and I had um a, a character nearby for the extra damage and I just found them really fun just because it's the retreat and charge. They they were really quick, they were good character hunters, you know. Yeah. Just, you know, how, how much are these each? A hundred. Three drones instead of two beasts any day, surely. So I think the thing is with two beasts, you take them individually. That's yeah. two units that can sit objectives. That's two things that can, um, you know, like do mortal wounds. It's every unit within three. So yeah. if you're within combat, in a, you're just into a combat around multiple units and you run away, that's a lot of mortal wound output. Yeah, it is. Um, what? Because what, these are new models. Have they got a base size that you can see? Yeah, they're on like an oval. So I think they're, they're on, on rounds. No, they're on rounds, actually. They just look oval because they're ball bag shape. They, they're like 60 so mil or something. They're, they're 60 quite mil rounds, yeah. Yeah, so you could get a lot of models into combat with it as well. So it could potentially tag a lot of stuff. But three is quite a long way, you know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, plus the base size, that's like, what, eight, nine inches, like, bubble? Yeah, and if you've got two of them, like, yeah. that's two D3 mortal wounds, and they've got seven I'm, I'm wounds. I'm definitely going to put one in my list just for the ball bag effect, just a pair of them, just sat at the front, just a ball pair bag. Of bags. I just, that's what I mean, I found them really good, man. I really enjoyed playing them. So. I think yeah. I'll take two so I can double bag it. Just double bag it. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, just just one unit and basically, basically do you know what the imagery in my head now is when they're like they're retreating and charging back in basically you're teabagging them yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to be a thing now I'm just going to teabag that unit it's a Nurgle teabag <laughs> teabag of Nurgle love catch, it. Something, catch something pretty virulent and a cund off a Nurgle teabag and wouldn't you can we call this episode the teabag of Nurgle <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I actually like. I'm taking nothing away. I actually really love the model. The models. Yeah, I think they look ace. I'm pretty psyched to paint one. There's yeah. only been a, a a community like little spotlight so far. They haven't actually released the proper pictures yet, have they? No, I don't think so. But no, I have nice. to 
yeah, check those out. Because is it a multi-part kit or is it just like a yeah, pose? it's a plastic kit. So oh, multi-part. Nice. So I've seen different heads, different different bellies. So different ball bags. Nice, yeah. sweet. They are cool. Um, Nerglins. So um, these guys, I don't think, have changed. Um, so they've got disease-ridden demise at the end of the combat phase. Roll a dice for an enemy unit that was allocated any wounds caused by unit of Nerglins. On a two plus to take a mortal wound. Uh, endless swarm. At the end of the battle shock phase, heal any wounds. They've got four wounds, six up save. Do you say on a two plus they take? Yeah, but it's only one I, extra wound. I think it used to be five plus. Okay, so that's yeah, and probably the they've got five attacks, five and fives, no rend, and then probably the nicest thing is the um, instead of setting this unit up on the battlefield, you can place it to one side, so it's setting up in a hidden infestation of Nurglins. If you do at the end of your first movement phase, set up the unit anywhere on the battlefield so it's in cover and more than nine from enemy models. That's so. quite cool. Is their is their profile still the same? Yeah. Uh, what's the minimum in a unit? Three. Three. Okay, so not too difficult to get them in cover. No. no. So it says you have to set them up in cover. Do they? They still don't have a save though, do they? They've got a six up. Oh, they've actually got a save now. Yeah. Oh, that's that's big because now they actually have a five up <laughs> when they're in cover instead yeah. of nothing. Yeah, yeah, is, that's good. That's right, a nice yeah. little quality of life change on them. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I hated the whole no save like thing. It was just oh, like oh, I'm gonna mystic shield and put them in cover. I've still got no save. <laughs> so yep. yeah, I like that. That's good. And the ambush thing's quite interesting as well. Yeah, I think so. I mean, a hundred points for three bases. I mean, it's a nice little filler. I mean, actually, the cheapest thing in the whole book is 100 points. There's nothing below 100 in the entire book. So Yeah, I think if they were just, like, 80 like they were before, they'd have been really appealing. Like, yeah. I still think for 100, they're nice, but that 80 would have been, like, oh, a slot, slot of cheeky 80 in there any day. Again, so though, if something that does something unique, you'll you'll pay what you need to. Like, those three dudes who could be standing in terrain that's in the way of a murder host, that's that's a 100-point bargain. It's pretty tasty. Yeah, 12 wins. Uh, five yeah. up saving cover that come back it, you have to commit awful. to killing a whole base because if you don't it heals and that is really frustrating yeah so, and they're cool models yeah oh, he doesn't like nerglings yeah only weirdos but, right well I mean look at the new nerglings like that the fabulous dancer the uh, <laughs> not all heroes wear capes but this yeah the one does. on the on the great <laughs> and clean one's base that guy is like he just he overshadows the great and clean one because he's got so much swag. It's, it's the dude, it's the little nerdling riding the miniature blight drone. That's cool I, as well. I've not even seen that. What's that Dun- one? Duncan's done I a paint video this. on it. Oh. There's a nerdling <laughs> skin one. It comes on the um, the new blight oh, drones. No, I have, no, I have seen that. Yeah. Oh. Um, so then we get into the stuff that hasn't changed at all. Um, so the Rockbringer stuff. So the Glockkin is the same. I'm pretty sure there is no difference. Um, What's his points? Is he still the same? He's 420, I think. I think he's 420 anyway. I'll have to double check that. Um, Yeah, so it's a thing. I don't think there's anything changed um, at all. How about Blight Kings? I'll get there. I'm not there yet. So Allgut's Demon Spew hasn't changed at all. Um, And I'm pretty sure that. Morbidix twice born hasn't. I think Blowab's changed slightly, um, where he's got um, 
demon flies at the start of your hero phase roll a dice for each enemy unit within seven on a four plus subtract one from hit rolls um so i think that's just i think he had that i'm not 100 yeah. percent sure is he the one got... that did that mortal wound thing i don't know what you mean so where if you do damage to a unit that's hit by this ability you do an extra d3 oh, that's, his, that's his spell yeah so oh, he still has that yeah so he's got the wind speaker bell so it's a track one from casting rolls only was when they're in 14 um he's a wizard he can cast one spell and he's got miasma yeah, minus one to people's casting within fourteen is like well, Les knows he plays a Star Trek all the time. That's yeah. good, pretty good. That's really useful. It's not one turn that you play as each army, and they just get every spell off, and you go just a dang. Oh yeah. god, right, Tasty. just yeah, it's really good. Um, so you've got the the spell, which is basically roll a dice at the end of each phase in which any wounds or mortal wounds were allocated to that unit not negated or 2 plus they take D3. Now there's a lot of ways to do wounds in all the phases with this book. So you can do wounds in the hero phase with your dial. You can do wounds in the hero phase with spells. You know, there's loads of things like that. There's the the roll roll for stuff. There's stuff in the movement phase you can do when you retreat with the beast. You could do wounds in the movement phase. You can do wounds in the shooting phase. You can do wounds in the combat phase. So you could potentially get four d three mortal wounds extra on a unit. So it's quite. I think it's quite good. Um, Morbidix. I don't think it's changed at all. Um, so I'm not going to go into these in too much. They're all the same. They're all two hundred and sixty points. Um, so pretty good, I think. I think you know they're they're all viable um, to have as a as a twelve wound, you know, four up save or three up save, depending if you've got a combat or a wizard one with their abilities. They're okay. I don't the movement eight um, on them as well. Sorry, movement ten on these guys. They get worse if they get wounded, but yeah, they're okay. I think they're they're pretty solid. I mean, obviously, you've got ways to buff them and debuff the enemy, so they get a little bit better in that respect. So, so new character, Lord of Afflictions. So this guy is the Blight Lord on top of a plague drone. So he has a Fester Spike, which has got uh, three attacks, freeze and freeze, minus one range damage free. And then he's on a drone, which has got the mouth parts and the sting. And then he's got a uh, Dolores Toxin, which is a like a big bell that's hanging off the drone's ass, if that makes sense. So it's one attack, fours and threes, minus two rend, damage two. So he can fly. Um, he is disgustingly resilient. So he has the five up save, eight wounds and a four up save. So he's got a four up, five up. That's eight wounds. pretty nice. At the start of the hero phase, he heals a wound. He's got regeneration. Um, he has got the plague vector uh, rule which is re-roll hit rolls of one for friendly Rotbringer units when they're within seven of this model. So, nice little buff from him on Rotbringer units. Yep. He's got Incubatch. In your hero phase, roll a dice for each unit, friend or foe, in three of this model. On a two plus, that unit takes one mortal wound. Nurgle units suffer one mortal wound on a six instead. So That's quite cool. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Then he's got the Virulent Discharge rule as well, which is, in your hero phase, roll a dice for each unit, friend or foe. Uh, on a 6-up, they take D3 mortal wounds. If it's a Nurgle, they heal D3 mortal wounds. Oh, that's the same as the Blight Kings, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same rule. Yeah. yeah. And his command ability is Spearhead of Contagion. 
if this model is your general, you can use this ability. If you do, pick a unit of Puskoil Blight Lords, which we'll come on to in a minute, uh, within 14, add 8 to that unit's move characteristic. What? <laughs> so Stay. their movement becomes 16, plus the Come extra again? 5, movement yeah. 21, if you've got all the movement buffs on. Love it. Run and charge. charge, why not? <laughs> yeah. I'm in my deployment zone, I've charged you turn 1, sweet. <laughs> yeah, so they could be very good for an alpha strike. Yeah, I like that. He is 220 points, so he's got a hefty price tag on him. Yeah, but, but he sounds pretty decent as a character himself. He is pretty good, and what he does do, he makes Pascal Blight Lord's um, battle line if he's a general. Ah. So I think he's really cool. Uh, I think you'll see a lot of play with him. Yeah, awesome model too. So can he go on foot as well? I saw a no, picture he's of... on the drone. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, you're talking. I thought I saw a picture of someone on foot. There is one on foot. Oh. That's a new character. So, so he's the new character on the drone. Um, yep. You got Festus. He's the same. Obviously, we talked about Curse of the Leper, which is his spell. So it's on a seven. If cast successfully, pick a unit within fourteen. Uh, subtract one from the save rolls of that unit for the rest of the battle. This spell cannot be cast on the same enemy unit more than once. So it doesn't can't. Stack oh, it. they've changed it so it doesn't stack. I think they've nerfed the range down. I'm sure it was 18 before. Yeah, maybe. I think it was a, easier to cast as well. Uh, yeah. Um, so they, yeah. Now that it doesn't stack, that's cleared that up as well. But he's got a um, he heals one wound as more the Rockbringer heroes do basically, um, and he's also got um, pick a unit within one. If you pick a friendly unit on a two plus, they heal D three wounds. If you pick an enemy unit on a two plus, they suffer D three more wounds. Choke them down with that poison. So he's obviously a Rockbringer wizard. So you might see him sat behind the great and clean one, healing him, and then casting the spell to drop filth on people. Yeah, I think I think that's going to be a pretty. Is he blades. got disgusting resilient as well? No. Oh, okay. No, no, he's not. Uh, the only reason a lot of afflictions got it is because he's riding a plague drone. Yeah. So, Harbinger of Decay. Uh, so he's the same. He, I think his maybe his rot sword changed slightly. So he's basically got um, the commander, but it gives you a five up ignore save with uh, Nurgle mortal units within seven. Uh, yeah, seven wounds, four up save, heals a wound. Uh, he's got the uh, start your hero phase, pick an enemy hero within one of this model. On a two plus, that hero takes D three mortal wounds. On a four plus, they take D three mortal wounds in each other enemy hero within seven takes one more wound so he's got like a once per game more yeah. wound spike on a hero the sorcerer which is basically the rock bringer sorcerer he's the same there's no difference there um the lord of blights is the new character that you have you were alluding to yeah so he's oh, yeah. basically um he's got a missile weapon which is a thrice ripened death's head, which is a 14 inch range, one attack, freeze and freeze, minus three ren damage D3. So much damage. Oh, wow. So it's pretty good. He's also gives a unit of Blight Kings a missile attack. So okay. at the start of your shooting phase, pick one friendly Blight King unit within three. That unit can shoot with the Munificent Bounty Death's Head missile weapon, which is a one shot, fours and freeze, no ren damage one. So you can basically go this unit of Blight Kings, you can chuck some heads. Um, but if you have the blades on them, those heads do sixes, mortal wounds. Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, yeah. 
He's also got the Brutonic Hammer, which is uh, three attacks, freeze and freeze minus one damage two. So he's got a four up save. He's got a shield, which is in the combat save. You can re-roll um, save rolls of one. Uh, yeah. His command ability is really useful. So uh, use this in your hero phase. Pick a friendly Nurgle unit within 21. Until next hero phase, subtract one from the hit rolls of attacks that target the unit in the shooting phase. If the unit has 20 or more models, subtract two from the hit rolls uh, in the shooting phase and one from the hit rolls in the combat phase. So if you put this on a unit of 30 plague bearers, they're minus, minus four to hit, four with, to hit with shooting and <laughs> minus two in combat. That's amazing. So... <laughs> Uh, is that a command ability? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, if that wasn't, I think he'd just be in there for that ability every day of the week. Still really good, though. Cause you, yeah, that is really I nice. Mean, you know, a unit of 30 plague bearers at minus four to hit is... Yeah. Just pretty, pretty dumb, really. Um, yeah. I like that. Um, obviously, you could just shoot him, and then you're like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Get Rot Spoon, um, he's changed a bit actually. So he's Taran Arrogance rules changed. So he rerolls, he doesn't have a command a bit anymore. So he's got the Pseudopods, which is the choose a weapon on a four plus weapon can't be used to attack. Uh, yep. Taran Arrogance now is reroll hit rolls of one if he's hits fighting a hero. In addition, if Gutrot Spoon is within three of an enemy hero in the combat phase, he cannot target units, so he has to hit that hero, basically. So he's he, he's all about killing the hero. But, oh, oh, right, okay. I thought you meant as in that unit has to target Gutrot Spoon. No, no, he has to oh, hit right. the hero. So. Oh, that would have been amazing. You could just even, <laughs> like plonk him there as a tank and go, you've got to attack me. <laughs> he has got seven <laughs> wounds and a three-up save, so that's pretty yeah. solid. Because that old Tower of Arrogance ability used to heal him if you did, like, seven wounds yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it was really hard to do seven wounds with him. And probably his most interesting ability... The new one, yeah. ...is the Master of the Slime Fleet. So right. what this allows you to do is, instead of setting up Gut Rot Spoon on the battlefield, you can place him up to one... and one unit of Putrid Blight Kings to one side and say that it'll board his flagship. If you do... At the end of your first movement phase, set up Gutrot Spoon and the unit of Blight Kings within six of each other, wholly within six of the edge of the battlefield and more than nine from the enemy. It's like Wolfric, but it's like Pussy Wolfric. Yeah. So you can basically use him to bring a unit of Blight Kings on from a table edge, which I think is really cool. Yeah, that's nice. Probably because he's an awesome model. It'll be useful now. He's 140 points, so. He's definitely worth taking. I mean, he's got seven that, wounds, yeah. three up save, four attacks, threes and twos, minus one damage, damage two. Um, he's got the pseudopod, and he can take a unit off the table. He's definitely worth taking. Yeah, I like that. Um, whereas before, you never saw him. just didn't see him on the table, which is a no, real shame. because his command ability was just, it's, like, it's crap. Same problem. It's like a command ability that is very situational, and he has to be a general. And then if he doesn't have that, yeah. I mean, and he was a bit of a mess that line. Um, yeah. So Lord of Plagues has changed a little bit as well. So uh, free attacks, freeze and freeze minus one rend damage d three. Um, now what he's got um, is he's got wanton slaughter. So reroll hit rolls of one for friendly putrid blight king units within seven of this model. So that's quite cool. He's got a buff. Um, he's also got corpse. Uh, rotten corpse mulch rule 
So roll a dice after this model makes its attacks in the combat phase and add the number of wounds infected by this model. Inflicted, sorry. That's a Nurgle getting to me. Uh, and when we're not saved, um, if the roll is seven or more, you receive a contagion point. So he can, like, tick your summoning points up. A yeah, bit situational. That's cool. But probably the best thing is each time you roll a hit roll of six or more for this model's plague ridden great blade, that hit does d6 hits, not one. So that's d6 hits with a weapon that is rend one damage d3. Wow. <laughs> that's pretty juicy. So, you know, if you if you manage to get that that perfect storm, if you've got three attacks, you roll a couple sixes, then you roll that and you get like, you know, like 11 hits through. That's like 12 attacks. He could just like bosh yeah. a, a horde unit quite nicely yeah. there, but those D3s come in for as well. Yeah, because every single one of those attacks would do D3 damage. Yeah, how how many points is he? He's 140. That's pretty good bargain for like a choppy little hero like yeah. that. Seven like, wounds, four up save, makes your Blight King's reroll ones to hit as well. Yeah, he's, I, I think he's decent. He's got a command ability. So, Grandfather's Gift. Uh, pick an enemy unit within 21, roll 7 dice. That unit takes a mortal wound for every roll of 6 plus. Yeah. That's okay. So, I think he's decent. I like the model a lot. He's very popular. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Putrid Blight Kings. So, these have changed as well. So, um... They've basically gained an extra wound. So they've got four wounds now, not three. Uh, five wounds on the champion. Um, so everything else is exactly the same. Um, so what's good about these? They're 160 points. And there's a massive regiment as well. If you want to take 20 in one unit. Wow. I think they are 580 points. That's not a bad points investment for that unit. It's going to be pretty solid. Well, what is, so how many points is them and the appear from the sign of the board what uh, does that add up that adds up exactly 700 oh you mean the big unit of 20 yeah. um, that's well if you take one unit of 5 and um, gut rot that's 300 points ok what 81 wound unit yeah <laughs> 81 wounds but if you take the big unit and gut rot that's it's quite be quite hard to deploy there because everything has to be within 6 of each other yeah so you might struggle i wouldn't i wouldn't actually take that combo mm. but i think just a 10 and him yeah so a, a 10 of 10 of them would be 320 and then um gut rot's Plus 140 him. so that's 460 that's not a bad so little it's, it's like, a lot ambush of points. unit it's a lot of points yeah but it's it's useful though because you can get straight on that backboard edge or sideboard edge any, board any edge, edge you can get to your own if you want, but you're away from the. It's at the end of your movement phase. You're, at, you're away from your buffs. You know you're not going to be buffed at all. Um, I don't know. I, I I think it's useful, but I just think you just see five five and and, and gut rot if you're going to do it. Yeah. Um. It's a, a significant points investment. You know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's a trick, isn't it? Like you know, I'm sure you'll catch some people out if you deploy it. Like certain ways and stuff, and yeah. there's lots of models. Like you know, it, it could be could be fun, could be annoying for your opponent. I think 300 points is enough. It's not a massive investment, and it will make your opponent start doing squirrely things with their deployment, which is all you want, really. That's, that's all you want. Telling them that they're doing it, you're like, yeah, it's like back in the day when you go um, Skull One Slayer, it's not going anywhere. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's 
Like, um, you just get you just get the Blight King unit, and you go stand next to your opponent while they're deploying, and just like keep putting Blight Kings down, going, "Yeah, I could fit that. Yeah, I could probably get in there. Oh, I can deploy that." It's and the, then you just really and irritate them. It's the same when you're playing uh, Stormcast. You go, "Got five liberators in the sky. Five liberators in the yeah. sky. Oh fuck, liberators are in the sky. Oh my god, what if they drop behind me? It's like they're liberators." My my favorite is while they're putting stuff down, you should just touch the prime and go, mm, "Get in there." Yeah, yeah maybe. Just you yeah. just keep like nudging the prime. Like I kept doing it with the Vermin Lord Deceiver. That was my favorite. I just kept picking him up and going, "Yeah, I could fit that base in there. I could probably get in there." And then they just keep going back and doing their movement, like their deployment over and over, and then they just mess it all up because they're so concerned with where you can go. Was when like people who bunch up and have like their army was resilient, they need to bunch up together. And I've got like the, the prime. I'd literally get my nine inch marker and be like, "So I can fit the prime there in the corner." And they're like, "Oh fuck yeah!" And then they spread their army a bit. I'm not right, so I can fit over there. <laughs> and then they spread the army a little bit. I'm like, you yeah, just cool. keep trolling them with deployment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but like you're right. I think the five and the gut rot will be a cheeky little, yeah. just a cheeky little annoyance. That plus a unit of uh, a and a unit of nerglings. Yeah, that's quite a bit of disruption, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's got its uses. <coughs> so, last unit then is the Puscoil Blight Lords. These are the new. Uh, dudes that are basically Blight Kings riding drones. Awesome. So cool. Models are amazing. What don't, What is there not to like about Blight Kings, one of the best models DW produced, and the drones, also one of the best models that DW produced and to put them together? There's, there's not a lot to dislike here. Um, <laughs> in fact, nothing. Um, so they've got <laughs> the same... They're basically seven wounds, four up save, eight-inch move, bravery, eight. Uh, they've got the same... Um, basically uh, blighted weapons the Blight Kings have, so that's three attacks that explode on sixes. Um, you've got the Dolorous Toxin, only one model out of two can have this, which is the basically the special weapon, so it's a four, three, minus two rend damage, two, one attack. And you've got the stings and the mouth parts from the drones, they don't get the proboscis, you can't give them that. Um, they fly, um, they've got the disgustingly resilient rules, so they've got a four up save normally and a five up ignore, seven wounds each. And they've got the discharge, which is on a six, take D3 mortals or heal. And they've got the blighted weapons that explode. So the good thing about these guys, they have the demon keyword and the rockbringer keyword and the Nurgle keyword. So they basically have all the keywords. So fill your boots. You can buff them <laughs> with the great and clean one. Uh, you can they're Nurgle demons effectively. Um, you could obviously they get to re-roll to hit if they're within range of your um, Lord of Afflictions. So that's pretty good. Um, so they're pretty cool. I mean, they're two twenty points for two of them, so you get slightly less wounds, but they're better quality uh, and less attacks than a plague drone unit. But they are a bit more resilient, so very cool. And obviously, that allows you to do a super super alpha strike if you've taken the Affliction Lord as your general. Um, got the bell on the great and clean one and got the dial onto that, then that's, you know, movement 16 plus 5, movement 21. And if you've put your tree down in a clever place, that's movement 21 running and charging. So That's like blood letter, like murder host aggro levels. And this unit won't, will stick around. They are not. Yeah, gonna it's not go just going to pop when you, when you, you know, look in its general direction. Four I guess of, we'll come to formations and drops later, working yeah. out how easy it is to get first turn and stuff. Yeah, four of them is, um, four of these bad boys is 440 points. Um, but they can that be bad. That ain't cheap. 
but they can be battle line. Yeah, so you do fill up the requirement with them, so that is pretty tasty. Yeah, and we talked about the Gnarl more, so we'll go into that. So that's it for the units. So I was going to do the uh, battalions now, but I think we'll take a break and do them after the break. So uh, we'll have a short break there, and we'll be back in a minute. And we're back from the break. So um, let's talk about some formations. So uh, this book's got quite a lot. Um, So you've got the Munificent Wanderers, which is a great and clean one, uh, and two Taliban. So you won't really see this in match play, so I'm just going to skip over it. You've got the Taliban and Nurgle. It's changed quite a lot. So it's got a great and clean one, uh, zero to one, so you don't have to take a great and clean one. One to three heroes chosen from the following list. So you take any of the, basically the Poxbringer, Sloppity Bar, Piper, or the Spoil Pox Scrivener. Four to seven units of the following, uh, Plague Bearers, Plague Drones, and naught to three of the following, Beasts and Nurgles and Nurglings. So, um, and what this has got the special rule, Droning Masses. So start your hearing phase. Each unit heals one wound. Uh, Plague Bearers get D3 models back. And Disease and Pestilence Personified. The number of Plague Bearers units plus the number of Plague Drone units in this battalion at the start of the battle is seven. You receive one extra Contagion point in each of your hero phases. So pretty meh, to be honest. Um, Points-wise, it's quite a hefty points investment. It is 220 points. So it's quite a lot, but obviously it does allow you to drop your army in one. So, but it is quite a lot of points for what it does, I think. Yeah, it is a lot. Um, the next formation, I really like this one, is the Fold Befoulement. This has got Ben Johnson run all over it. <laughs> so it's three great and clean ones. So I'm, I'm sold already on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ability in here I'm, I quite like because it was sort of based on my idea. Cause, um, and it's got the... Uh, hungry for the plague god's prey so re-roll hit rolls of one for models in the battalion when they're within 14 of another model in addition re-roll wound rolls of one if they're within 14 of two other models so the next rule is something i kind of suggested um because previously there was something about casting their spell multiple times and i said well in match play you can't so can we change it and put some ideas forward so it's if a model from this battalion casts plague wind when it's within seven of another model from this battalion then the number of mortal wounds is increased from D3 to 2D3. If the caster is yeah. on seven of two or more models, it's 3D3. Wow. Yeah. So you get to do like a super plague wind. It's like prison tanks combining their yeah. beams for a filth Nurgle beam. Yeah, it's like a super filth Nurgle beam. Love it. <laughs> I think it's really cool. How many points is that formation? That formation is it's quite hefty. It's 160. And three Grand Queen ones is over 1,000, so you ain't going to get much. <laughs> no, <laughs> with the, especially yeah. if you've got no battle line at that point. Yeah. But it's quite a cool... You could do quite a cool army, because you could just take Plague Bearers and three Grand Queen ones in that formation. Yep. And you could take Rotigus <laughs> and then two other Grand Queen ones, and you could give the artifacts to the two other Grand Queen ones. That's got, like, a campaign weekend written all over it, hasn't yeah. it? You yeah. could... Could you put an exalted great and clean one in there? 
Probably not. Got the great and clean one keyword. Well then, yeah, but I don't know why you would bother. Just like 560 points. I know, but just lols, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then you've got um, Nurgle's Menagerie, um, which is Horticulous Slimax, up to uh, free beasts of Nurgle, up to three units chosen in any combination, uh, plague drones, beasts and Nurglings. Um... Then it's got uh, assistant gardeners. Um, Horticulus can use his cultivating the garden of Nurgle ability in each of your hero phases instead of only once per battle. That's to set up the tree. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. And when he does, the Nalmore can be set up within three of any unit from the battalion instead of um, within him. So you can put trees off from any model in the battalion. And then he's got the Utterly Revolting Horde. Subtract one from Bravery of enemy units while they've been 14 of seven or more models from this battalion. So That's cool. How much is that? Uh, that one is 240 points. Oh, that's quite steep. <laughs> but at the same time, it's also You quite... get to pump out those trees. Yeah, so you could basically take your most your army in that formation and then just take some Plague Bearers. So, pretty good. Yeah, cool. Uh, Then we're into the Rockbringers. So, we get the Blessed Sons, big formation. So, um, it must have a Plague Cyst, which we'll get onto in a minute, that includes a Sorcerer, Harbringer, Decay, and at least four units of Blight Kings. And it can include any other formation and any Rockbringer units. So, it's um, a Rockbringer-only army, basically. Um so they've got the Swollen with Pride rule. So units in the battalion do not have to take Battleshock tests while they have seven or more models. And they've got the Blessed uh, Blight Plate reroll save rolls of one in this battalion. So mm, That's nice. It's okay. Uh, Points-wise, that is a hefty... Um, what did I say it was called? The Blessed Sons, 200 points. So yeah, it's quite a lot. And you said it has to contain a cyst or something? Yep, and that's what I'm going to talk about now. So the plague cyst is a Lord of Plagues, which is the guy with the axe. Um, three to six units of Blight Kings. Um, naught to one Sorcerer, naught to one Harbringer of Decay. Um, you have the Master of Slaughter rule. So re-roll failed hit rolls for units from this battalion that are affected by the wanton slaughter ability of the Lord of Plagues instead of only re-rolling ones to hit. Uh, so it's re-roll all hits. Um, and then horribly contagious. In your hero phase, roll a dice for each enemy model within three. If any units in this battalion, on a six, they take D3 mortal wounds. So that's in addition to their normal yeah, uh, that's, rule. Yeah, that's decent. Uh, and that is a, again, it's quite a hefty cost. It's 220 points. So that's 400 and what, 40, 60 points just on hmm. two formations? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of one of the big super ones that you probably won't be able to fit. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. I don't much play. I think you can fit it, but it will be your army. That'll be it. Yeah. So then you've got the Blight Cyst, which is a Lord of Blights, which is the new hero. Three to six unit of Blight Kings, naught to one Sorcerer, naught to one Harbringer. Um, it is Endless Bounty, so the Munificent Bounty ability of this Blight Lord of Blights affects all units in the battalion within three, uh, instead of just one, so they all get to shoot rather than just one of them. Yeah, and then cool. they've got the Supremely Blighted Weapons rule, so blight all the putrid Blight Kings in this battalion have a rend of minus one. 
So that's pretty good. That is pretty good. And Blight on the Landscape. In the combat phase, enemy units do not receive any benefits from being in cover. Ooh, that's good. That's not huge, but not bad. Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty good. And again, it's 220. So they're all... The one I like. The one that... I think this is the one you might actually see. Um, the Affliction Assist. So it's a Lord of Afflictions and 3 to 6 unit of Pascal Blight Lords. Get its 220 points. And obviously, if he's your general, their, their battle line. Yeah. Uh, they've got the rule, the Droning Sky. Instead of setting up a unit from this battalion on the battlefield, you can place it to one side and say it's hovering in the skies. You can do this as many units as you wish. At the end of your first movement phase, set the unit up with more than 9 inches and away from enemy models. Anyone on the so table. It's like a deep strike army. Yeah, and then they've got Diseased Onslaught. If the Lord of Afflictions uses his Spearhead Contagion command ability, it affects all units that are within 14, not only one. I think if you mm. take this, you're always going to deploy it on the table, and you're just going to get them all to double move on the first turn. It's like, yeah. I'm not sure why you would come down from the sky, but... It, There's yeah, no need to be, be nine away when you can be three away. Yeah, exactly. Just from moving. Yeah. yeah, and if you put the tree smack bang in the middle of the table, get first turn, um, take yeah, a great and clean one, and then you'll go in all three units, are going twenty one inches. Um, yeah, is that a, is that a two drop army then? Yeah, because you could yeah. just literally fill your whole army out with with those blight lords if you want. So it might be a bit a bit one dimensional, but you could do it. Yeah, probably. Probably be quite good though. Yeah, it'd be alright. I think it, I think you might suffer from not having the bodies and all the other stuff you need. But... Yeah, you'll probably get outscored quite easily. Uh, but that that army, the army itself, that's pretty cool. And um, that's that's the last formation. So that's it for the formations. Yeah. So no no cheapy things. Then they're all above, all above two hundred. Were they? No. Um, one... So affliction is two twenty. Blight's two twenty. Plague's two twenty. Munificence one eighty, Mirandries two forty, Taliban's two twenty, Frostfold is one sixty, and Blessed Sun's two hundred. So, yeah. yeah, this this sort of to me looks like formations aren't really going to be that popular with this book. Like they just seem a bit too expensive when you could just get like another unit of the Blight dudes or yeah. I, I mean, your, your choice is like you could take a formation. So, you, so say for example, you're taking the affliction cyst. It's two twenty points. That's an extra two blight uh, Pascal blight guys. Yeah, so you can say, well, I'll take, I'll drop two guys out of my army to make my army deploy quicker. Give me the choice of first turn. Give me a second artifact, and give me those special rules. Yeah. So you, it maybe you know it's kind of you have to weigh it up, don't you? Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what people do. Yeah, I think that these armies will be themed, but not necessarily super competitive. Yeah. But I think you will see a couple of them. Yeah. Like, I think I like, I like the sound of some of them just because I think they'll look nice. I think the menagerie is, is a bit of a hidden gem. Because you can, if you think about it, you could take um, six beasts of Nurgle and Horticulus and that six beasts all operating independently that all do D3 mortal wounds to everything within three when they run away. Yeah. But they also all drop as one drop as well, so you don't get overburdened by an extra seven drops. And you've got then that points of that is only going to be 
six, seven, eight hundred and twenty plus the cost formation. of formation, which I think was two forty. So what do I say, eight twenty, so a thousand sixty. And then you could just take then a great and clean one, um, which will put you up to fourteen hundred. And well, then... you need a you need another character to take advantage of the second artifact as well, really. Yeah. So you could just have like a cheaper herald or something, but you don't have to take six beasts. You could just drop. You could just have three beasts. Yeah, three beasts. Yeah, maybe, maybe that one so... will see some play then, because getting all those extra forests could stack up pretty quick every turn, just pumping out another one. And you could put a unit of drones in that. So if you're going to take drones anyway, so you yeah. could say that's a combat unit. You could your your core would probably be like three tens of plague bearers or something, but you know it's I don't know. Yeah. I think you might see that play because if he's giving you an extra one every hero phase, your points are going to rack up pretty quick as well, aren't they? Yeah. So you're basically getting every turn you're getting a tree. Um, as long as Horticulus is alive, but he's quite hard to kill. So yeah, because how much is it to put a tree down? Seven. Yeah. So you could start putting down like multiple trees because you could put one down plus his and then to the point where every turn you're just banging more trees down. Yeah, you'd probably have you'd probably be able to like stick sort of eight to ten trees down over the game, but oh. whether or not you'd actually have the space to put them in the models is another and thing. And the models, but, yeah. Yeah. I think it I think it will see some play. Um just because it's quite interesting. I don't think it's amazing. Yeah. But you know, all all Horticulus and the the Beast do more wins when they retreat. It's pretty good because it's yeah. just guaranteed damage, and then there's yeah. damage with no fight back. Yeah, because you can't avoid it unless you're killing the beasts. Yeah, and then if you're killing the beasts, you're like, well, they're all individual models, so you have to split your attacks, and then they've got seven wounds. Five Not, up, five up. You can so. heal with the dial and stuff like that. So I think I don't know. I, no, there's some play in there. I think so. Um, it's not. I amazing. think they're just gonna be like aggravating to kill. Yeah, yeah just be. Really, they'd be annoying, but they, they is the attention seeker rule, isn't it? So I yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so obviously you've had the you've had the like an eye into what's going on for longer than us. What what are the ideas that you've got for how you'd be running this army? Um, for me, I mean, there's so. Uh, there's so many choices in this book um you've got like i say we talked about the drone and sky list um which i think will be a thing uh the menagerie list i think could will be a thing um you've got the you could run the triple great and clean one formation and that's i think that's very effective because great and clean ones are very good that gives you six spells a turn as well um it's it, you know, you've got Roticus's spell, the Great and Clean One spell. Then you've got all the other spells that you could take. So you've got all three Nurgle spells. You've got the Dial spell. So you're never going to be like, oh, I've got a spell, but I don't know what to cast. Um, the the fact that you could free Great and Clean Ones is, you know, that that's enough combat power. And with the mortal wounds from like the artifacts you'd have, you know, the spells. And then you've got the wall of plague bearers, which are just getting in the way. Um, I don't know whether you could get Festus in or bring a sorcerer as well to give you the blades, but you, you might be able to. I think that that formation is pretty solid. Um, Killing three great and clean ones that are all healing the shit out of each other with those beams and stuff—that's going to be hard work. 
Yeah, and you'd have the Witherstave in there, and you know you've got Rutigus is dropping Rain of Stars style filth down. You've got the dial. You've got to get. You could put plague bearers around them, so they have to get. They have to attack over the top, which means you you can attack over the top with the reach, and you're doing mortal wounds because of spells with the breath weapons as well. Yeah, I think I think that's solid. I, I actually think it's a fairly decent formation. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it would be amazing, but it, it should be okay. You know, um, I'm quite looking forward to doing three grand clean ones, like the new style. Um, as much as I love my one, I'll probably just get three new ones. Um, yeah, uh, and that might be something I'll take to heat too, just for just for a laugh. Yeah, so you could take um, three great and clean runs with the um, with Festus in the formation with a Herald and Urgle with thirty plague bearers and two tens of plague bearers, and that's two thousand points. Yeah, it could be fun. I think that's a fairly okay army. I don't think that's I've bad. I've got it all painted, re- other than that's like the new Grand Clean ones. Eight, eight spells? Yeah. I mean, most of your damage will come from spell casting. Yeah, that's a lot of poke. You might struggle against Zinch. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because you're pretty survival against them, all those mortal wound saves, so you should just be able to like tank them up quite nicely. And you could always drop um, the, the Herald and Festus, and that gives you 260 points. So that gives you enough um, points to mess around and put something else in the list. So you, yeah. you could you could mess around with it a bit and say, oh, okay, well, I'll drop those, and that gives me a unit of drones or something if you really want it. But I think, you, you like you say, like the, there's a bit of play in the list. So yeah. your, your core points, you've got probably about 160, uh, sorry, 260 to play around with. So, so that's not a bad number. To go into allies, yeah, we should talk about that, shouldn't we? So, yeah, allies in this. Um, so for allies, you've got corn, Brayhurst, okay. Chaos Gargants, Ever Chosen, Monsters of Chaos, Sonesh, Slaves to Darkness, excludes units for the Marcus Inch and Warherds. That's a selection. Yeah, so you could get some. Decent stuff in there. So Nesh yeah. was Slanesh was in there. Yeah. Hell Striders, like straight off the bat, stuck in minus to hit to that banner. Yeah. Um that's that's a fairly obvious and they're like they're kind of an independent swift unit, aren't they? Yeah. That'd be pretty tasty. You could get some Nurgle slaves to darkness in there as well. Yeah, but they're just they're just in your army, aren't they? So not yeah. really allies. But yeah, there are plenty of I mean, even like Chaos Warriors, you know, that they're a decent unit battle line, you know, for the points. They're not not too bad, you know. Um, I haven't really looked too much at the Slaves of Darkness stuff, but I think you know you could easily slot some stuff in if you wanted it. Well, um, you got Pestilence as well, haven't you? Because they've obviously got the Noble Keyword. Yeah, Clan Pestilence as well. So that yeah. brings on to because they're not allies per se, but they're from other books. So one list that. I kind of was messing around with was like a Reign of Filth list, which basically resolves around Rotigus and that other spell doing the dropping the filth down, Reign of Stars yep. style, the dial manipulation, Plague Claw catapults, so then a wall of Plague Bearers. So it's just yeah. literally just catapults on the spells. Out your opponent with you, filth. Yeah, you just you just sit in a in a blob and you just rain rain it down. 
and go, well, yeah, just doing damage every turn, come at me. You could take like the three plague claws and the plague monk dude as well and do the um It's not the worth it. The, the do... formation's not worth it. It's yeah. too expensive. Oh. Um, but yeah, you could. I mean, you could just take a big unit of plague monks if you wanted something to string across the board. I mean, they're what are they like seventy points for ten? And I yeah. think it's is it two hundred and forty for forty of them. Yeah, so you could just have a big chaff all of them. They're self, they're self buffing as well. They buff themselves with their own numbers, don't they? So yeah, you just you, they're buffed by the items they carry rather than their allegiances. So you could literally just have. A massive unit of them, and they are Nurgle, so anything that affects Nurgle affects them, so you can buff them. Um, they get know. plus one attack from the Great and Clean one because they're Nurgle. Yeah. And oh. they've got two weapon profiles, so they oh, get God. <laughs> 80 attacks on the unit. Just have little crappy tens just dotted around. Yeah, I mean, 70 points is like. Yeah. Just, you know, just a nice little cheap chaff unit. 70 I mean, I... points for 40 attacks. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it all works. Yeah. I have got some Plague Monks, so I might paint some up. Never know. They might see some use. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think I think for me, my lists that I've been writing have kind of sent, uh, kind of very balanced. So they basically have like a great and clean one, and then... Um, I had a Lord of Afflictions, which allows me to then. I've got a couple options. I can go 30 Plague Bearers, 5 Kings, 5 Kings, then 6 Drones, or I can go 4 Pascoils, so they're battle line, 30, 30 Plague Bearers, 30 Plague Bearers, or I can take. Because 30 Plague Bearers is the same price as 2 Fives of Blight Kings, so they're kind of interchangeable. The, the drones are the same cost as the. Blight Lords, they're about 40 points more expensive the Blight Lord ones um, then all the heroes are basically the same cost, 140 or 120, so you can swap those around for flavour and then yeah. I found that I had 220 points that I was always kind of playing around with so that's either another unit of drones it's uh, Horticulus, it's oh I could drop this which allows me then to put another great and clean one in there's there's a little bit of play you don't get an awful lot, you almost get like your free battle line your great and clean one, one combat unit, and a couple characters, and that's kind of 2,000 points. Yeah, um, well, from what you've said, what I'm sort of looking at for Heat 2, because I'm guessing these won't be out for Heat 1 with the pre-order, so I'm aiming for what well, probably Heat 2 is um, one of each of the great and clean ones, so the character and the normal one. So Rotigus and like just a normal dude, Horticulus, couple of beasts and plague bearers, couple maybe a drone unit and a new floaty drone unit and just just some of everything new and just go for like just some, a bit of interesting stuff it won't be very good like yeah. it'll just have a bit of everything just because i want it to look cool yeah i think as um, well you'll quickly run out of points yeah you, you'll find that you'll have to drop one of those great and clean ones i think if you want that that mix because the two great and clean ones and horticulus is, is already a thousand yeah 900 and then you two go... beasts that's 1100 unit of drones 1300 unit of the other drones 15 and some and then you haven't got plus your battle line plus your battle line maybe some nurgle chaos warriors just to flesh it out mm. it's their battle line aren't they yeah so may- maybe just like a unit of warriors or some nurgle marauders or something yeah it's doable 
I think you'd be just. I think you might find that it doesn't do a lot. Yeah, but I, I just want it to look cool <laughs> for the GW event. I just literally want a cool looking army. Yeah, I think so. my my list that I'll take soon because I've got the models already painted will be like thirty plague bearers, five blight kings, five blight kings, um, blowab rot spawned, a great and clean one, Festus. Uh, Lord of Plagues or Blights or Harbinger, whichever or Gut Rot, whichever one's yeah. slot in. Because um, oh, Blight Kings would be battle line as well, won't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. So yeah, I could pop five Blight Kings in there just as another yeah. interesting unit and a battle line choice. Yeah, yeah. Then I could slot in. Um, my last choice would be six drones. So it's like it's a combat unit, free battle line, loads of heroes. And that's basically it. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and just into while I'm while I'm waiting to get everything painted, um, so I've got to rebase everything. Uh, that's the first bit. I've got a soul grinder as well, so I might try and slot that into a list. Um, oh, I've got soul grinder as well. That'd be interesting. Um, yeah, and I've got I've got some warriors and chariots, but they've got some non GW models on them, so yeah. I wouldn't be able to take them to heat, but I could take them to an independent. Um, so if we're going to go Sheffield, then I could potentially take an entire Nurgle army without really painting anything, just yeah. base what I've got. Because I haven't got five Blight Kings painted yet. I have to paint a unit of five, only got five done. Um, but I yeah. could just take a unit of like 20 Warriors, and then that's all like 15 Warriors as my other battle line. So Yeah, will Plague Monks be battle line? No, they're battle line in the Pestilence army. Ah, uh, right, okay. I was going to say, so, for 70 points. I suppose just like Nurgle Marauders. They're 60 points. Uh, so 60 or 70? I think they, they went up a tad to 70. But the um, nice thing about them is their movement 6 standard, I think. I mean, they just feel like fast. cheap battle line if you just are trying to scrape by to get the Elite minimum in. in. I, yeah. I just rather have the... I think the battle line choices are really good, so I just don't think you... You know, you're you spending 70 points on them. It's like, well, I'd rather have, you know... Yeah, have, I suppose. I could have two tens of Marauders. I could have five Blight Kings. I'd rather five Blight Kings yeah. every day of the week. I know it's more points, but the point is you, you're not spending, like, 210 points on nothing. Yeah. Um, and I think the Plague Bearers are such a good screen, you don't need chaff. Yeah. I think I think you're going to take 30 anyway. So that's one battle yeah. line. You'll definitely take one unit of 30, I think. Just... And probably five Blight Kings, so that you, you really only need to find a third battle line unit out of all of it. Yeah. And if you take that dude who makes the the floaty drone dudes battle yeah. line as well, then well, you're done at that point, aren't you? So yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's some interesting stuff, though. Yeah, I think the army's like really interesting. So quite looking look amazing to as well, isn't it? It's yeah. so nice to see a load oh, of like no, a slew so of new models on the table. Yeah. It's definitely cool. So I think that's everything about the the Maggot King of Nurgle Battle Tome. So really looking forward to getting this on the table and seeing how it performs. Um, I think in terms of power, because probably people want to know, um, I think it will sit around the Stormcast level, if I'm honest. So I really? think I, I think maybe maybe just behind it. Maybe I don't know. But I it's, th- it's not going to be Zinch, like no. I think, but I don't think Stormcast are like super powerful. Just I thinking think like <clears throat> mid-table flexible elite army. Basically, yeah, I think they're like a little bit better than Iron Jaws. Yeah, but similar. 
To be fair, though, maybe... Like, destruction with more magic and synergy. Yeah. Maybe they will be a good counter to Zinch of all the mortal wound saves. Yeah, I think they might be quite good against the And the range, just to, like, knock those heroes down that are sat on Beowinds with, like, the Reign of Filth and stuff like that. I think they... just know that if you take a few wounds and someone doesn't manage to kill one of your models, the capability of bringing it back to full health is just really irritating for a Zinch player. I, I think... The problem you'll have against Zinch is that they can shut your magic down, um, which is yeah. important. I think I think the army's going to be really good against Zinch um, for all the reasons we've said. I think you might see Nurgle armies using Sarl and a big unit of warriors or knights. I think that'll be very <clears throat> common. Um, yeah, just because it allows you to get board position, um, you know, and I, you know, it, it just is a very strong combination. Um, but I because Nurgle knights with the blades on them could be pretty choppy. Yeah, I, they're fine. I think the the issue's the charge, isn't it? You're nine away, and you've got really no way to buff it. Um, you, you can't really do a lot with it. Um, and I think because you can run and charge with the trees, I think you're you could probably get you closer probably don't anyway. need soul to be honest. No. I think. I think you would just use like the movement buffs and and the drones to get across the table. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, oh, think... the great and clean one buff on them as well because they've got the horse attacks plus the dude on top attacks. That's even more attacks. But you so... think about how quick the great and clean ones are. Yeah. Because you know that they will then be able to like move, run, and charge. I mean, they're they're pretty quick. Yeah. I Which think... is weird because he's such a fatty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's only when the dial's in that place, and you know, so it's it is hard to move the dial. It's on a seven, so it's a lot of their spells are on a seven. It's quite it's quite tricky to rely on it. Yeah, but at least you can get the plus to cast from an artifact and the dagger, so you're on yeah. fives. Yeah, so you can so... build a list around it. I think the um, I think that's what I like about the book. It's just it's just really thematic. It's got lots of options. Um, it's not boring, and Nurgle's. You know when AOS come out, I, I haven't played with mine because I just found them very dull, um, and they've they've removed away from the fact they don't do any damage and they just survive and they do do damage now by their spells and their effects and you know all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think the army's great. I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing with it. Yeah, solid. There you go. Cool. Right. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on? We we'll talk about the models at all, or are we? Uh... Nerglings are cool. Nerglings are cool. Yeah, yeah. I think we've pretty much covered all the new models, yeah, we haven't we? Excited to see it. Yeah, your favorite favorite thing that we've talked about. Just pick one thing out. Nergling in a cape. <laughs> yeah, legit. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, so, Got to be some of the artifacts, like the roller seven and your dead thing. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> my two things would be like turn one aggro Nurgle and also the capability of like just the mega like just spaff of small irritating amounts of wounds and shooting coming for everywhere list which I'm going to try and write and then probably run out of points fast but yeah, um, yeah. because that comes Favorite through spells thing, and things Rotigus. he is yeah. cool I think for me it's the endless gift uh, ability that you put on the great clean one and I think model wise is probably the um, is it the Lord of the Lord of Afflictions? The, yeah. the guy 
guy that the, like the puzzle because he's got like his armor looks cool. He's got like an awesome head and he's got like an Aquaman trident, which is like legit. Yeah, so. I think my favorite model is bizarrely the Lord of Blights. I just think oh, he's grinning underneath his helmet and he just looks really cool. I like the fact he's got like the three pustules on his belly, but they're covered in maggots. So it's pretty disgusting. Um, I think my favorite idea from the book is probably the Nurgle tea bag. Just going with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nurgle tea bag. Nurgle tea bagging. No one's mentioned the, the tree as like the cool model. I was like, going to mention the tree, awesome. but I was like, uh, tea bagging. Yeah, the tr- I think the tree is the most interesting f- thing in the army in terms of like what it unlocks for you. Um, yeah, I think it's a really in- good idea. It's almost like Sylvan F Wildwoods, but but done a lot better, a lot crisper. Um, yeah, the Wildwood thing was a bit wanky. <laughs> I like the Wildwood rules. I think they're just a bit OTT. Like they're, they're a little bit too much, um, and they're almost too impactful, and you need to be too reliant on them. Um, which kind of maybe makes sense with the army, but I like the Nurgle tree is kind of subtly good. Um, and and I, I what I like about the Nurgle army is the irritation of it. It's almost like that that rash that that you want to scratch, but you don't want to because you're going to spread the disease a bit more. It's like there's like irritating models. I can see Horticulus being an irritating model, you know? Like yeah, the, something's the, irritating that generally means it's good as well in the game. Yeah. <laughs> like Nurglings just setting up in a bit of terrain at the start of the game and just being like, yeah, come get us out, and just being, being irritating, you know, just, just annoying. Um, and I think there is some stuff in there, like the, the Beast and Nurgle, I think, are going to be the ultimate annoying unit. Um, so I think it's really cool. I, I like the irritation. There you go. Itchiness, the Nurgle itchiness. Good. <laughs> I think I'd have a beast Nurgle over this, just because the the retro- I just get so much like sort of like joy like, from running away and irritating and hurting someone. Re- like you know, retreating charge, I do it all the time, um, and just to have that is like an inherent ability that gives you on a four plus more wounds as well. It doesn't really matter about the damage output because on a four plus you're doing deep more wounds every time you retreat out of combat, and you're quite resilient. So. I think 100 points, you can kind of just... Yeah, 100 points, isn't it? I mean, what I would probably do is leave 100 points in the reinforcement pool, because what that allows you to do is you could use your contagion points to pull in a beast of Nurgle, or, like, three Nurglings, and then it, it's like you can summon one on the table, and it's just like it it can start its irritation if you want it, or it also allows you to do a Bailwind. So, like, 100 points yeah. in your reinforcement is kind of enough to play around with. Um, yeah, I think that's that's a, a solid you, idea. You can pop anything out for a hundred points. Like, oh, with the, the key bits, like you know, you could do a bile piper. You could do a scrivener. You could do three yeah. nerglins, five play bearers. You know the the beast of nurgle. You know, it's just there's a lot of choice. You can summon uh, a bellwind. That's like all of that fits in a hundred points. So it's it's not a big price to pay. And sometimes I'd have sat there on a hundred points, going, "I'll put a unit of nerglins in." It's like, well, why don't I just not bother and I can then pull what I want during the game in because I've got choice then in the game. Yeah, I know what Byron's going to do. He's going to put three grey and clean ones in a line, push them forward with a bell and vortex and charge them all turn one. I could. (laughs) There you go. Byron's list. Oh, (laughs) God. It's begun already. Great, unclean one aggro. That's 
That's a seductive idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's the galloping, unclean ones. Yeah. They're so fast with that dude with his bell going, come on, lads. It's like Ben Diesel never left the scene. <laughs> so on that, I think it wraps it up. So thanks for listening, guys. Um, hopefully you're all going to enjoy many hours of fun, fact, pestilent gaming with this new battle tome, uh, both across and the table and with using them. So, yeah, it's all good. Um, we'll catch you next time. We're going to do a, year, a special show with the Age of Sigbar guys for the year in review. So hopefully that will be out um, shortly. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll catch you all soon. Tacos. Bye. Bye. To make sure you don't miss out on any more Hammer to Your Face, subscribe to us on iTunes, add our RSS feed to your reader, and follow us on Twitter at facehammer underscore. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to give us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. <laughs>